Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. I mean, I don't ever want to sound cliched that actually literally the thing that we are efforting on a week in and week out basis to not do but my man Kelvin Washington who is in from Ephraim tonight first and foremost good evening hello I love love the opportunity to talk to you how are you tonight what's up brother it's been a long time. Uh, great to kick it with you. Anytime they tell me, hey, man, yes. you, get to, you get to work with your guy, M-Dub. I'm like, K-Dub and M-Dub, let's get it done. Uh, but, yeah, man, a whole lot of – listen, man, a whole lot of a whole lot of football to get to. A lot of crazy stuff around the NFL. And, and a lot of things – by the way, a lot of things becoming too commonplace. And, and we'll get into it, so I don't want to kind of – one of the things – how many – like, remember when one-handed catches were like, wow, spectacular to see because you only saw it once <laughs> or whatever? What is going right. on where that is the right. regular thing to see now? Did you see how many one-handed catches we had today? I mean, rookies in many cases. My other favorite thing, I, I, I did see that. It's unbelievable. Uh, it, it seems like athletes get better every single year. My other favorite thing in the NFL – is every week you can be like you and me and and watch every single game like we are nuts we are ridiculous it's our job and it's our life we watch it all yet i'll sit down on week five and every single week somebody goes off with two touchdowns i've never heard of before no 
no, I yeah, have that's no for sure. clue. Who who is this Washington commander receiver running up and down the field? I've like one career catch, and now here we've got two touchdowns in the game. It's unbelievable, man. It's absolutely unbelievable. But um, I tell you what, it's great to be with you. It's great to have all of you, however you're taking us in uh, this evening, whether it's late into the evening or if we're just getting to dinner time in the West and we got Sunday night football starting and we'll be all over it. Uh, Mark Willard and Kevin Washington with you. But I, I, I just – I don't want to throw a take at you that, A, we've heard before, and B, seems to be a sign that you've, I don't know, turned 50. Oh, boy. Just, everybody's a wimp now in football. I don't want to sound like that, but I've gotten to the point, Kelvin, where I have no idea how else to talk about what happened at the end of this Tampa Bay Atlanta game today where Grady Jackson, not only was he not late, not only was he not aggressive, not only did he not throw Tom Brady to the ground, he rolled Tom Brady over his body, which is actually the safest way to tackle somebody in the, in the game of football. He gets called on what would have been a punt-saving sack or a punt-forcing sack, I should say. He gets called for unnecessary roughness. The bank, the uh, Falcons never touched the ball again. Ball game. He got flagged for touching Tom Brady. That's what happened. This is this is frustrating because one of the things that this is going to be to me is a referendum on Tom Brady, which I'm okay with because he's been around for 72 years. So everything's going to reflect back to him anyway. But really also what you're looking at, Mark, is this is the league saying, oops, my bad from Tua. So this is more, in my mind, a reaction to Tua. And I'm sure all refs getting calls, hey, watch out for the little, you know, as they're sacking or tackling the quarterback, the little swing around, which to to your point, it's just momentum, right? If I'm a 300 and something, pound man and I turn and I swing another 250 pound man the momentum is going to throw him into the ground a little bit not like I'm slamming his face into the ground but I think we were seeing an overreaction to okay we looked bad Tua kind of got roughed up a couple of weeks ago then he ends up playing four or five days later then he gets tackled similarly to Tom Brady not as hard and I think you're seeing an overreaction to that where now they're going to just be paranoid of anything uh, and anything that even remotely looks like it could lead to a concussion and hits what you got and it was ridiculous because it is called tackle football and when you have kids they can play flag football right now these grown men are playing tackle football and that's what looked like it happened was a tackle yeah, you're spot on, man. We're on high alert. That's what it is right now. We're all on high alert. Uh, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, my gosh, not not even half of what happened to Tua a couple of weeks ago happened to Bridgewater, but it's the Dolphins, it's a quarterback, and it's a concussion. They, they, they called him out before he even got to the sideline. They're like, dude, that's it. You're not going back in this football game, and if it means we got to play our third stringer and let the Jets score 40 points, so be it. And, and, and that's where we're at right now. And so then when you get to the the absolute goat of the league um, and he's a 45 year old man we are on high alert in ways that are just flat out not fair like I actually would defend this rule and I have in the past the quarterbacks are the league nobody wants to watch Skylar Thompson play football I'm sure no offense to Skylar okay sure yeah, don't do his parents family. like that don't do his parents yeah, like right? that. right I like uh, you know my, my bad Skylar but come on we are here for instance tonight to watch Lamar Jackson play Joe Burrow 
tomorrow, and I will defend until I'm done the idea of keeping these guys healthy. However, that on some level has to happen within the framework of the sport that we're playing. And, and, and you know, I, I live in a city where uh, they've got a decent football team, but it feels like three or four major injuries have happened every week. This week, no exception, as the 49ers just beat up the Panthers, but Nick Bosa went out, and they're, they're t- one of their top corners, Emmanuel Mosley, looks like he's got a torn ACL. By the end of the game, they had no kicker. Like, there are major injuries, and it stinks. I mean, it really, really stinks for a fan. But it's football. Yeah. This is yeah. football. I, I, don't, I, I don't know how else to talk about this. You can't stop the rules certain people you just can't the thing here's the thing when you make calls like that the problem is it becomes like let's say the ref honestly thought maybe had a bad angle because i've looked at the replay a gazillion times maybe he was just behind enough that he thought he was slammed and he thought it was his head whereas actually when you've seen it it was brady kind of landing on his own arm so it was nearly near the same velocity if you will of the two of play but but now it becomes where okay it's like my, my wife is in law school and everything around law is around precedent, right? So if you start doing this and you, to your point, you do this with Tom Brady, everybody saw it. It wasn't like some third string quarterback and in some terrible game nobody was really watching. This is Tom Brady. Now you set the precedent where, okay, well, that happened to my quarterback. Are you going to call that? You know, and the pressure, the yep. pressure becomes all referees. Oh, is this now what we're going to call? And to your point, well, if, the, if it becomes that, then it's like, yo, this isn't even football anymore, right? How, and and I, how many more plays or, uh, uh, t- you know, tactics, whatever you want to call schemes, can be taken away from the defense to play defense? Right? I mean, you can't, you can't touch receiver. Right. Okay, you can't touch this. You can't tackle like this. Can't hit a quarterback too low. Can't hit a little quarterback too high. Can't hit a, hit a wide receiver if he catches it and he's defenseless. It's like what, literally at a certain point, what is a defense to do except maybe intercept the ball? Like that's the only option I have? It's getting, it's well, getting rough for the defense. Take, I, I, I'll take it even a step further because Grady Jackson, I don't have it in front of me. But you tell me just your estimate. How large of a man do you think this is? Give me height and weight. Your best guess. Grady Jackson, defensive lineman for the Atlanta Falcons. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go probably six one three 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 hundred. Okay, so I got no experience cruising around in life at that size, none. But my bet is, I love when we say, "Well, we can't throw a quarterback to the ground." My man is over 300 pounds. Do you have any idea when you're Tom Brady and you're literally, while the goat, you're also a stick figure compared to Grady Jackson? How is 645, Grady by the way. 645, they got. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. How is Grady supposed to get at full speed to Tom Brady and take him to the ground without it looking like Tom's a ragdoll. Tom is a ragdoll compared to Grady. So how is it that we're supposed to have Grady both go full speed yet not use any aggressiveness in a tackle? It's not just that it's hard for the defense by the rules. I think we're actually asking some of these human beings to do something that's physically impossible. Yeah, it really is. And and you think about um, when we talk about this all the time, you know, like the, the velocity, like this – 
dude, sometimes you'll see plays and we call it bang, bang, or, you know, how fast these guys are coming in. It's impossible for him to judge once he gets in there. I've already moved another 300-pound human being out of the way to get to Tom Brady. I grab Tom's trying to be elusive as much as a 45-year-old Tom Brady, even a 25-year-old Tom Brady because Tom Brady was never been elusive. Uh, and, and grabbing him around his waist and I swing. Like, when am I supposed to, you know, measure E equals MC squared and figure out, well, at this point, if I'm spinning him, the velocity of which the circumference of the like I don't know I'm just trying to put this man down and it and it cost I don't want to say it cost them the game but a team that's struggling that's 500 that's trying to make a play that's a huge play against a, a divisional rival and and, it, and it, again it likely cost him the game. It wasn't singularly the thing. But it has to be frustrating because you feel like what else are we supposed to do? And again, it's just going to be one of those right. things you watch moving forward, Mark, where it's like, okay, because now now if you're another team, even though you might hate the call, right, right now other teams hate that call. But if you're a coach next week, maybe Sunday night, maybe Monday night football this week, and your quarterback gets tackled like that, do you go running out and say, hey, 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 no, 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 that's a, you know what I mean? It's like now I got to use there that to go. my advantage and get that call from my QB. No doubt. And by the way, if this had been reversed, if it were 21 to 15 in favor of the Falcons and Marcus Mariota was trying to put this thing away, do you think that quarterback, who, let's be honest, is not valued the same in this league and is mobile – you think the same call would have been made? No. And you know what will be interesting, Spoiler Mark? alert. It wouldn't. Fact, no, that's facts. So what will be interesting, too, Tom Brady has become kind of, uh, you know, like a uh, – you know how we usually have the old guy in any sport, right? I sit up there and listen to the old heads, uh, my my guys, Nomar, Garcia Parra, and Jerry Harrison Jr., and Ned Coletti when he was there, and uh, Adrian Gonzalez. Yep. I sit up there when I, when I do Dodgers out here in L.A. The, with these guys. And to watch a game with them is pretty cool because you and I might be watching it and think something, but they're going to give us insight. No, he should have hit the ball this way. Well, no, they shouldn't shift. It doesn't matter if they shift because if you learn how to – you know, they, they, they tell me you kind of get the insight. Tom Brady's becoming that while still playing, right? He's still becoming – he's the guy who says uh, football was better back then. Or what does he say recently? Uh, football, it isn't as – the quality yeah, of football said, isn't as said, good. He said, I see a lot of bad football. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Because I'm watching a lot of games, and it's just a lot of bad football around the league and, right now. And to an extent, I get his point. But I'm wondering, will he be that same guy and say, hey, maybe we are protecting the QB a little too much? Or maybe, you know, I mean, obviously I'm gonna in the heat of the battle, I'm going to be like, yes, thank you, because we're trying to win a game. But I'll be man enough to admit it now. I wonder if we'll get that. Because we've had that enough. We've had that with Tom at times where he's like, yo, you know, maybe we shouldn't call this. Maybe we should do that. And I'll be interested to see. Mark Willard and Kelvin Washington with you here on Fox Sports Sunday. Lots of NFL to get to, but that's not all, by the way. Do you like the new baseball format as we've watched the playoffs unfold? We'll get to that. Got the Draymond Green situation with the Golden State Warriors as well. Are the New York Giants for real? Are the Dallas Cowboys for real? But coming up next, there's one head coach Man, he got away with it today. He got a win, but we got to talk about the way he handled the final three minutes of his football game because it was an absolute left turn from reality. Uh, with Calvin Washington, Mark Willard, let's get this thing going right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. 
depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let's talk, Kelvin Washington, for a second about how it should be. Um, Look, I am all for analytics i'm all for new ways of thinking i'm all for out of the box but where's the line at what point do we stop and go okay what 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 exactly are we doing here what exactly are we doing here i want to talk for a second about brandon staley the head coach of the los angeles don't ever call them that chargers they're still in san diego as far as i'm concerned (laughs) okay let's talk about them for just a second can you explain to me, because we already were there. We, we were there with Brandon last year because of seemingly it's almost as if he tries to get to fourth down just so that he can go for it. 
I, I like, and that's fine. Be be aggressive. I know it's cool. It's analytics. You're up by two points, and you have the ball in your own territory. Call it around the forty yard line. Your own territory for a fourth and two, with less than two minutes left to go in a football game, going against a Cleveland Brown team, which, by the way, I, I, I believe did not have any timeouts left. So he goes for it. And predictably, he doesn't get it. The only reason this didn't end up as our lead story is that a field goal attempt went barely wide right. Barely. But you essentially handed the Browns an automatic field goal try to win the game. I get the, the, I get the comment that he'd probably make back. All we need is two yards, and we've got the game. We, we, we win. But I, I, I just, the same way I'm trying to figure out where's the line that we've crossed to go too far with regard to player safety and throwing quarterbacks down, same thing here. We're going for it on fourth down so often now. I don't know when we don't go for it on fourth down because that felt like a punt to me. All right. So one thing that Brandon Staley would say to you uh, and, and, and maybe others is, but we won. Right. He would say uh-huh. he would yeah. say, but we won. Now, I'm not agreeing with the call. Right. Because if if they were on, let's say it was the opposite, the, 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 um, the Browns, 46, you could say, all right, too long for a field goal. What's a punt? What's the point of a punt? You know, probably kick it in the end zone anyway. You can make you can make sense of that. I, I understand that. Um but I think that's kind of where we're headed. Look, man, this is a copycat league, right? And you saw it with the Ravens first, about two, three, maybe maybe a couple years longer than that, where they started to go for them fourth down all the time. Like fourth and whatever we're going for. Fourth, my field, your field, first quarter, fourth quarter. We're going for it. We're going for two-point conversions. We're going for two any time of the game, first quarter, fourth quarter. Like You're like, what is going on? And you started to just see, and then all of a sudden the Steelers started doing it all the time. Like You're starting to see where guys are going for two. Guys are going for fourth downs. Uh, and it's just and, 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 and what else do you see? You're seeing that these they're hiring young, hip, cooled, kind of like baseball general managers, Theo Epstein's of the mid-late 2000s. You know, you're starting to see where that's the new trend, right? You're cool. You go for it. You believe in your guys when you go for it. I'm studying the analytics. He looked like an idiot today because even his own receiver who's not playing, but maybe the best receiver on the team, Keenan Allen, his, it tweeted out. He said, WTF, what are we, what are we doing? He even said it. So, yeah. Now, this is one of those things where you might have – this is – now, he could tell you, hey, look, we won the game. Sometimes you got laid on the line, we won the game. But this is one of those things where you might still feel like the outcome was in your favor. We won, but you still turn around and come get a – and it's a pink slip on your door. And and they're like, hey, we got to let you go. We won the game. No, we got to let you go, man, because if that's just how reckless you are, and I'm already seeing fans calling uh, for Sean Payton – yeah, it just does. It doesn't make sense, given where you are. You're not at this point three and one, where you're saying, "All right, you know, we're trying to go to four and one." Like you, you really need this W. You really need this win, and you put your team at risk. But again, at the end of the day, if I'm just trying to be his advocate, he would look at you as, "Hey, but we won." But we won. I know. It, it almost triggered me when I saw a little post-game sound from the Chargers locker room and Staley's addressing his team and he's like, look, we got a lot to clean up that we did in this game, but we'll discuss that on the plane ride home. 
uh, but there's a lot that we, we we really need to clean up out there. He might not but be hey, on that we plane got the ride. Job done. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, dude, that, like, like, get yourself a first class ticket and look in the mirror. Like, what, what do you mean? There's a lot to clean up. Like, it's just crazy. The Chargers is an organization, and I get where they're at right now. I'm glad you bring up Keenan Allen. Joey Bosa's out. Like, they have really been hit hard by injuries. But we all know, like, the definition of that franchise is unrealized talent. True. It's uh, The talent is always better than the result. It's been that way since I've been, since I turned this league on from Dan Fouts to Drew Brees to Phillip Rivers to Justin Herbert. They'd never been to, uh, they, they'd never been to the mountaintop. No, you're right. And the one time they did get to the Super Bowl, it was none of those quarterbacks. It was someone else who was holding the place for a it second. Was so it was Natron Means. Like, that's who was the running I, right. back. <laughs> That's all you needed Stan to know. Stan Humphreys is all up in the Super Bowl. Like, I just I, – and a lot of that comes from the ownership, and it trickles down. It's really, really bad, but I would love to see this organization do something. And after watching, we talked about this AFC West, Kelvin, like it was going to be the thing in the NFL this year. And, and, and I'm not saying that I'm fully off of that, but here's where I am. Boy, Andy Reid has got a free ride in terms of who he's coaching against. You got Nathaniel Hackett over here in one corner. I don't even need to say anything. Right. Brandon Staley's over here in the next corner going, go for it, dude. Who cares? And then what do the Raiders have? They've, they, they've flipped things over supposedly to have credibility, but what they did is, is of course, bring in the guy who you never know if he's actually going to stay with you, and they're one in three. So I, I, I just I, I'm scratching my head by a lot yeah, of things that have come out of that division so far. That division has been a letdown. We were all excited. You got Russell Wilson coming over. You thought, you know, all of a sudden, you know, Denver, they had, to your point about the, the, the Chargers, you looked at Denver and you said they have all the talent. They just need that guy to get them over the hump. You know, yeah, Drew Locke is, is fun to watch in his pregame and doing his dances and, and whatever Adam's going to play for him to start dancing to, he'll do that. But <laughs> but it's like, yo, you know, we need somebody real. You got Russell Wilson and you're like, Derek Carr, man, he's been so underrated. I'm telling you, man, just he needs – all he had was a bam. Well, you got Devontae Adams and now that's not working out. It's like all the excuses, you know, for all of these teams in that division. Justin Herbert just needs another year under his belt. And it's like it's not working out so far. Now, again, so far because all of a sudden the Chargers could maybe go on a run. Uh, I, I think it's over for the other two. Uh, but maybe it ends up being the Chargers and the Chiefs still doing some damage. But, um, yeah, I just think there has to be some some – you almost kind of need like a middle ground. You know what you need, Mark Willard? You need Dan Campbell biting off kneecaps and having people run through stuff, right? You need that. Then you need the brainiac nerd that all these, you know, the, 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 the in-shape 37-year-old coach that everybody wants. Who's and like, Bridge them together and you've got a perfect coach, right? Because sometimes you need you a little old school. Yep. For sometimes, and you know what I was watching today? There was a trend. You know, you had these teams who are running the ball well, right? You, you know, eventually we're going to talk about the NFC East. You, you running the ball, you know, even if you don't have a star quarterback, even your team up there in the Bay Area, right? Making the right plays, that can still win. Everything doesn't have to be fancy. Everything doesn't have to be some amazingly scheme schematic game. And if you can find that hybrid of, you know, hey, hard nose, we play smart, we play wise. Mixed with, hey, but we're still going to be analytical, not outdated, where it's we're never going to go for it on fourth. We're never going to go for two. We're never, you know. So if you can find that perfect hybrid, then I think you're good. Uh, you don't want to get too cute, but you don't want to be too stuck in the old ages as well. 
Yeah, no, it's it's wild, man. The decisions that we've gotten out of that division, and we got to get to some Derek Carr related stuff, who we will see tomorrow night. Uh, but but add that decision with uh, Nathaniel Hackett, who sort of looks like he's uh, doing a magic eight ball before every decision, and he's yeah, just kind of shaking it like, "Yep, <laughs> I guess we're supposed to throw the ball." Yeah, it's fourth and inches. Yeah, throw the ball. Like I, I mean, what on earth is happening there? Hold on, I want to so, Mark. Mark, that, I want to throw this at wild. you though. I want to throw before before we go yep. real quick. If you were a player, you were Mark Willard, the tight end or the the defensive end, doesn't matter, whatever, on that uh, Chargers team, and he says – Beep it, blanket. We're going for it. Are you not? Don't don't Monday morning quarterback me. Are you excited? Are you like, yo, that's what I'm talking about. He believes. Let's go get this dub. Let's secure this win. Or are you looking at him like, uh, coach? It ain't. Yeah, we're I, not up three. We're only up two. What seriously? What do you think well, you would do? Because it's look, easy for us on the you, mic. You. But you're the one who pointed out that one of the players on the team was on his couch going, what on earth are we doing right now? Uh, would I feel differently on the sideline? Maybe. But let me also add, football players on the sideline, that's not a rational human being. That's yeah. not who I want making decisions that's in true. my life. These are people that go through. They're like, yeah, I'm going to go on the, on the field right now and get into an absolute car wreck. And, uh, and then I'm going to do it again on the very next play. Like NFL players in the heat of battle are not decision makers. They 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 they're hired <laughs> guns, right? You know, so I, I like I, that, that's in fact why the coach needs to be there to not get involved in the emotion of the players, which which it feels like is what Brandon is doing. No, you're, that was a great way of breaking it down. Because sometimes I like to do that. I like to take a little quick pause and think, you know, what I love that my my coach believes in me, or what I look at my coach like, uh, coach, have you been hitting the head, brother? Right. Do you need a concussion? <laughs> hey, pop the tent for our coach. Pop up the concussion tent for coach because coach is tripping. That would have been an amazing video if they had pulled Brandon Staley into the medical center. Pop coach up. After I mean, the, the tent up. <laughs> He's in the protocol, and he'll be out hopefully in time for the end of the game. Oh, shoot. Um, hey, Charlotte's Web is the world's most trusted hemp extract founded to serve wellness seekers looking for safe, clean, and natural options. It's the number one CBD brand on the market. Go to charlottesweb.com and use the promo code SPORTS15 for 15% off your order. That's charlottesweb.com. Not available in Idaho or South Dakota. However, Steve DeSager is available in all 50 states and beyond as we find out what is trending. Good evening, my friend. Hello. And you mentioned that uh, Andy Reid's great name because he belongs in the names of greatness. How about this? By the end of the season, unless there's a complete freefall, which we don't expect, Andy Reid will be among the elite coaches in NFL history, 100 games over 500 for their careers. The only other ones, Bill Belichick, Don Shula, and George Hallis. We're going to add Andy wow. Reid to that list. And you're correct that the Browns were out of timeouts with a minute 15 to go. So last year when the Chargers had really no defense <laughs> and no good punter, and they were wildly successful the first month going forward on first down, for better or worse, I understand why he got married to it. So yeah, it cost him the Kansas City game late. Same decision, got him the Kansas City win early in the season last year. Got him the Cleveland win last year. Chargers started last year going 7-for-7, converting fourth downs. However, they have a great punter and punt coverage this year. And as you say, Cleveland was out of timeouts. I have no doubt that they could pin, at least inside the 20, pin Cleveland there. 
and therefore yep. Yep. they got to go what sixty yards for field goal range with no timeouts <laughs> and a minute fifteen it to was go. Wild man, holy with, cow! With Jacoby Brissett as your quarterback, like I, I don't, I don't know, man. That, that one yeah. was wild. So you know this was bad, but I wouldn't lump it in with some of the others. But there's just I. In real time, I didn't see an excuse for this. Well, we'll get to the rest of the NFL in a moment. The Sunday night game is underway. It's Bengals scoreless at Baltimore in the first quarter. But I must update that the San Diego Padres, Joe Musgrove, was throwing a perfect game through four. He's now given up a hit. But the Padres are beating the Mets in New York 4 nothing in the bottom of the fifth inning. Oof. Tonight's game ends the wild card series. It ends the first round best of threes. And the winner tonight... Starts the next round at Dodger Stadium Tuesday on FS1. The Mets, who won 101 games, could be out tonight if the Padres win. That opener on FS1 will be 9.30 Eastern time, San Diego at L.A. on Tuesday, and then Game 2 at Dodger Stadium on FS1 Wednesday night. It's just an incredible turn of events here. As for the rest of the NFL, Philadelphia 5-0 and after the win at Arizona 20-17. Cards missed a 43-yard field goal attempt in the final seconds. Did you see that it occurred after quarterback Kyler Murray failed to get a first yep. down? He gave himself up, needing a 10-yard run. They were out of timeouts. He slid and got nine yards, which means they had to use the next down to spike the ball and blow what could have been 20 seconds to work with instead of having to kick on fourth down right then. Arizona 0-3 at home. Dallas won its fourth straight game, 4-1 overall. Cooper Rush with the W, 22-10 over the Rams in L.A. Before we go nuts about the Dallas offense, can we just state, matter-of-factly here at the news desk, that the Dallas offense today on 12 drives had just 10 first downs? Mm. W. W. San Francisco with a win yeah. at Carolina, 37-15. Buffalo's 4-1 after ripping Pittsburgh, 38-3. Minnesota's 4-1 after its win over Chicago, 29-22. And the Charger win was 30-28 at Cleveland. And guys, Georgia is back to number one in the new AP College football poll with Ohio State number two and Alabama now number three. Bama's still number one in the coaches poll where their top ten remain the same. Back to you. Hold on, hold on. Did you just leave out number four? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go blue. Actually, number five, Michigan, will oh, be Michigan? hosting. Number We're ten, five Penn so. State. On that Fox TV, well, that's now the you big left out game. number four, too. Yeah, they screw number four. Never mind. We don't need to know them. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Alabama at Tennessee, by the way, also this weekend. What in the world? How we go from four to five and we won? Man, what the heck? <laughs> Alabama won. Uh, Alabama went from one to three Listen, after winning, but that's what Alabama should have lost, Texas though. Texas a Okay, Alabama yeah, should have well, lost. Well, I don't know about should have. I don't know about should have. Oh, now, nah, but the Browns should have called a different play. The Chargers should have lost. See how you do it, Mark? See how you switch it up on well, your boy? lining up for a field goal is different than having one play from the two um, and throwing the ball, not even in the end zone. Like I would have my favorite thing in that game, just to take it for a moment. If you had been watching Texas A&M and Alabama, even if they had completed that pass, Correct. Um, I believe it would have set up fifth and goal from the one yard line, <laughs> which at Missouri which can doesn't happen, work. But yeah. No, yeah, not in this game. Not quite night, yeah. work. So yeah. All oh right. Well, God. thank you. I thought here I am thinking um, Michigan. Uh, oh, thank you. Before, you thought Keenan Allen was mad. At the Chargers decision, you should have seen Johnny Manziel's Twitter after that. Johnny was Manziel, last yes. night. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we saw uh, that. Yeah. John. By the way, it doesn't he have a documentary oh, coming out? I think he has a documentary. Uh, he should, yeah. even if he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, we'll be here for that. But I don't know if I anybody's mean, checking my that. Gosh. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's checking I, that. Let, 
I don't know. It just feels like we've already watched it. Um, I'll watch almost any sports documentary, but I, I, I feel like I know that one uh, just a little bit too well. It's live from the TireRack.com studios. Mark Willard and Kelvin Washington tonight, Fox Sports Sunday, all around the world. It is the same song. Glad you are with us. By the way, real quick on that baseball stuff that Steve was talking about. If the Padres do beat the Mets tonight, first team in the history of the baseball playoffs to get two opening round buys in the Los Angeles Dodgers if they play the Padres. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because if the Padres come play the Dodgers, that series is over before it no, starts. Don't do that. Oh, no. Don't do that. Oh, no, don't do that. I will not allow you Ownage. to say no. No, because no, no, this Absolute is this is how ownage. it happens, right? This is how it happens. Then all of a sudden, you know, Manny Machado <laughs> has had some really nice games against the Dodgers. And for some reason, you know, uh, I don't even want to say Julio because Julio has been doing great. But, you know, maybe maybe uh, Dustin, May, I don't know, somebody's pitching and they're having a solid game. But all of a sudden, you know, a couple runners on and all of a sudden Manny Machado hits a three run home run and the Dodgers could lose three two. It's like not that they were outplayed. They just got, you know, one hit. So, no, don't do that. No, we're not. I'm not playing with you right now. Ownage. The Padres are not beating the Dodgers four times. It would take from now until 2025 for that to happen. It's Man. not happening. All of a sudden, um, Juan Soto looks like he's worth $795 million all of a sudden against the Dodgers. Don't do this to me. <laughs> whatever three of five the Padres aren't beating the Dodgers three times that would take till 2024 you get my point uh, and if you want to call that uh, just a big whammy and a jinx from the city of San Francisco fine maybe it's a little bit of that too but no the Padres are not beating the Los Angeles Dodgers in the playoffs but why Go okay okay why put them in the yeah. NLCS yeah you're right I'm listen of course I'm biased and I'm with you but I'm just saying you know how that goes man you got to play who's in front of you because you mess around and bust to Douglas happened, right? Mike Tyson already thinking about another fight. Next thing you know, bop, 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 42 to 1 odds, yep. okay? So don't play with me <laughs> right now, okay? You play, you hey, beat mama, who's in front of you. Don't let your babies grow up to have home field advantage in the first round of this new playoff format. Uh, the Guardians did the darn thing, and outside of that, it's been a total mess. Um, but coming up next, we can get into this a little bit. Would love to, in fact, uh, because we lost the urgency of the wild card game, but in the process, did we gain fairness? So in addition to all of the NFL that we're going to have for you throughout the evening, we'll get into a little bit on that question. Do we like the new format in baseball now that we're looking at that? Uh, that and much more coming up around the bend with Kelvin Washington, Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, that's Kelvin Washington. I'm Mark Willard. The Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. Okay, uh, fun listening to Big Ben there during the break, talking about Russell Wilson. More on that coming up around the bend. But, Kevin, what do you think now that we've got our first look at the new baseball format? What do you think? Well, I know, you know, this is a quicker break, so I'll get to the point quick. You mentioned it before we broke the last segment. A great point. One of the things that baseball, look, let's call it what it is. 162 games, it's entirely too long. I understand it is what it is, and you can't change it in the sense of, you know, the the, the toothpaste is out the tube, right? Owners want money. We're not going backwards, so I get that. But one of the things that made baseball cool, baseball playoffs had this this real sense of urgency. And, and the wild card game in and of itself did. It's just like it's like a March Madness randomly thrown into a normal tournament, you know, where you got to win best of whatever. And so you kind of got a great mixture of the two. It's like March Madness in the NBA playoffs. Like, oh, I get both of them. All right, why not? Um, but now you get this, you know, this this three game series where, hey, you got the you got the better of uh, uh, record. You ain't going nowhere. Just honey, I'll be home for a few days. You get to stay in your own home. Uh, so. I'm assessing it right now. I'm really watching it. I, I, I'm, to be honest, I hate to be this because it's not what we we're paid to do. I'm torn in the middle because I I miss the urgency, the oh shoot, the jitters, the butterflies of a one game kind of a feel sudden death, if you will. Um, but I understand the the chance you get a better chance because of one fluky thing and now you're like no we were the better team we had this better record we were just forced to play a wild card game and now we're out of it all of a sudden uh and now we have a you know we had three shots need be to to win so i can understand that and also the money revenue for the owners is saying look you know that's why we had uh we missed however many games we missed at the beginning of this year they're saying look how can we get some more money can we make everything work for everybody and this is the result they came up with so I'm kind of torn, to be honest with you, man. But I, I, I think I'm enjoying it like 60-40. Give me this right. versus the 40% of the old way. 
Well, here's the only downside to it being gone because it's obvious and easy to say it's unfair. Like the New York Mets, what'd they win? 101 this year? Yeah. And then, so imagine if the Mets had been playing a wild card game against the Padres the other night and you got Max Scherzer. You're like, okay, wild card game. Max Scherzer, 101 wins. Comes out, gives up a two run homer to Josh Bell, and that's it. All right, thanks for your season. Right. That was sweet. Uh, they, ne- like, I think they, you know, did they score more than one run in the game? I don't think they did. And so essentially, that was it. Your season is over, right. and we can all agree that's not right. That's not fair. Here's what was good about it, though: that baseball now goes back to missing. Normally, like no, no different than Cincinnati playing Baltimore right now, or an even better example would be Jacksonville's playing Houston earlier today. Jacksonville's playing Houston. I've got Damian Pierce on my fantasy team. I can sit down and watch Jacksonville play Houston. It doesn't matter who's playing in the NFL. I can watch. Baseball? Nope. Absolutely not. You give me Minnesota versus Texas on a Wednesday, I literally cannot watch this. Unless... It's a wild card game. Right. Now I'm in. Now I'm in because of the urgency of the whole thing, because of the elimination nature, all of that. So baseball loses that in in an effort to find fairness. And so ah, it does lose a little something. Although I'm here for fairness, number one. Plus, the other thing I liked about this weekend is that it came at you fast. Because there's no travel, it's just like boom, boom, boom. Let's go. Start the series, play the series. You got four games in a day. Baseball essentially came at you from from wake till sleep for a three day period, and 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 that was pretty fun. Nah. So you you brought up a couple of good points with that. I'll go back to something I said a minute ago with the sudden death factor. Uh, you you bring up fairness, right? And that's one of the things. Typically, we say what? Life ain't fair. Something that we kind of say to the kids and, you know, it isn't fair. Life ain't fair. And overall, life isn't fair to an extent. But these leagues are trying to be fair. While a one man, I always say, my answer is always check the dollars in most things, right? What are the dollars? If somebody's doing something and you seem like it's nice, it seems like it's for fairness, what's the dollar say? <laughs> you know, but you look at the NFL, what was the fairness, right? You say, man, these guys, you know, if, if uh, your boy, my homie, Pat Mahomey gets the ball and then, oh, Josh Allen doesn't get the ball in overtime, that's not fair. If Tom Brady gets it, they go down and kick a field goal and then we never got to see Aaron Rodgers, that's not fair. And all of a sudden you got these new kind of sort of college-like overtime rules in the NFL, and this is what you're getting with the MLB, right? They're saying, people are saying, man, that's not fair, that's not fair, because the way it works with divisions, and if you win your division, but then technically we have more wins than you who won their division, and then we end up having 100 wins, and we can loot. You know what? You're right, that's not fair. So it is interesting to see where typically it's all about the dollars. There's an element of fairness that is being, uh, uh, I guess, uh, practiced as well when it comes to these sports leagues. I mean, it's kind of shocking to see. Well, and I'm here for fairness. I know we love to do that. Well, life ain't fair. Sure, life isn't fair, but we should try. Like, we should go for it. <laughs> we shouldn't right, just be like, right. well, we should, Brandon, um, I'm stay a math left. teacher. Right. Like, I, I'm a math teacher, and if you're over uh, five foot eight, you get an A in this class, and if you're not, you don't. That's just what, that's my rule. Sorry, life ain't fair. Like, I mean, Man, we I could have used that, Mark. We, I could have used that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 5'10. Right? I checked the box, like, brother. <laughs> We have that's after you graduated, man. I oh, mean, what were shoot. you back when you were in school? Okay? Well, that's a good point. That is a good point because <laughs> okay. you know I was four eleven you know, in, like, in high school. 
we got to try. We got to go for fairness. I mean, we've got review now of every single thing going on in sports. Why do we review it? Because what we, we at least want it to be fair because it's not fair if his foot was out of bounds and the ref called it a touchdown and now that team goes to the Super Bowl. That's not fair. So let's try to make it fair. And I think that's what baseball's doing here. So what's going to be the metric? I know we got a break here. What's the metric? You may be answered later too. We can come back to this topic in an hour or so, but is it going to yeah, be yeah. ratings? Is it going to just be eye, the eyeball test, like how it played out? Or is it going to be fairness? Like if the players and or the fans say, hey, that felt right, that seemed fair. What do, what do you well, think will be the metric to it, 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 it's going to be a combination of pitching it as fair and at the same time the dollars come in it's more teams it's more dollars it's more tv and that's actually what's motivating baseball and then they can call it fair um all right speaking of fair uh has it been fair for the broncos this year Oh, now you're hurt. That's next. <laughs> That's right. Indeed, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let's talk about how things should be. I actually believe as an NFL player, you should be allowed to tell people when you're hurt. I, I, I really don't like this culture of um, you're, you're a wimp if you admit it publicly. You're not supposed to say anything until after the year. Look, if my shoulder isn't working and I'm a quarterback, I, I, don't, I don't know why that needs to be. I get why you don't want your opponent to know they're going to come after you. But it, it, sometimes it bums me out in such a physical sport that when guys are hurt, we go, oh, that's an excuse. Um, it, it, it often can be a really good excuse. Here's the problem I have with Russell Wilson rocking a little PRP injection in L.A. on Friday after that ridiculous performance on Thursday night. I don't have a problem with him actually being hurt. I don't have a problem with him getting treatment. I have a problem with that now becoming a narrative as to why he's playing poor when the reason he was playing poorly on Thursday night and beyond Kelvin has nothing to do with the physical side of the game. I have never seen Russell Wilson or quite frankly, NF, any NFL quarterback make decisions like that. Like I, I, I have hold on, hold no on. You clue. did, you did watch Nathan Peterman. All right, now settle down. Remember, I wa- remember that game? I watched five Nathan Peterman. <laughs> I can see now, I can look at someone and go, now that's just not a very good player right there. He doesn't have a whole lot of options. This man's won a Super Bowl. He's on a Hall of Fame track. For you to just go to your back foot, throw the ball up in the air, 10 yards over everybody, so that it's a feathery interception in the red zone. For you, when you're up by three and already in field goal range, right before the two-minute warning, a lot of people are like, hack it. Why aren't you running the ball? Because the clock was going to stop anyway. It's actually very smart to throw the ball, but not to the opponent. If there's nothing there, throw it away. You had the game. What is wrong with Russell Wilson's brain? Forget his shoulder. Uh, Well, all right. This is just – now, I've been living in L.A. maybe too long, okay? But allow your boy to L.A. TMZ you one time, okay? Okay. Super Bowl week was here in Los Angeles last February, and I was there all week doing the uh, you know radio roll. Uh, and so I'm there doing 
Well, actually, you know, obviously it was for TV, working out here with Spectrum, but... And all week, you saw some pretty big people there, right? You, you, you get to see Troy Aikman, which was pretty cool. Troy Aikman, Hall of Famer, probably will be a Hall of Fame broadcaster. I'd argue he's been better as a broadcaster than a player. That's a compliment. Um, and he, 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 by the way, I want to have a Troy Aikman overrated maybe conversation. Not overrated, but like, I mean, all right, that's the conversation easy. for another day. So he's easy. walking around. He's walking around with. Uh, he's walking around with maybe a person or two. Right, I see Emmitt Smith. Now, Emmitt Smith got a nice little crew of uh, handlers, if you will. Barry Sanders, my favorite athlete, not football player, athlete of all time. Obviously biased, growing up in Michigan. He's got a few handlers. Do you know where the biggest handlers of all the former, current, present, young, old, doesn't matter, greats I've seen, even folks from other sports and entertainers? Mm. Russell Wilson. Take a guess. Yep. Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson sure. by far had the biggest group of folks there. And I mean, you had a folk hold. She was just there to hold his coffee. You had this person who was there. I mean, he had the whole entourage. And I only say that to say, with all, as you mentioned, the success in Seattle, and a lot of it was warranted. I mean, you know, the, 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 the claim and fame that came with it because he played a heck of a career there. But I'm starting to wonder with that and popping up here, doing this, getting his TikTok on with his wife and all of that. I'm just wondering if there's an element of like, oh, I got this versus the hungry dude who always felt overlooked, who always felt, you know, they didn't even want me at the North Carolina State, so I got to go to Wisconsin. They didn't want me there in the least, so I go third round. They don't want me. They want Matt Flynn. I got to prove it. And I, you know, is there an element of that that's gone, that hungry? Now I got the bag. I got all this guaranteed money. You know, and I'm wondering if there if that's that. Now, do I question is he working hard? No, I don't. I don't question that. But there's something to having that chip on your shoulder, right? Having that, you know, they never really wanted me here. That you keep that thing going. And I'm wondering if that is gone a little bit with him. And also, look, if yeah, the I'll say this quickly: the comfort of. Look, say what you want about Pete Carroll. I think there's an element of him that was fortunate that he had um, uh, Russell Wilson there. You know what I mean? Because I think he, he, I think he was not scheming great, and it wasn't necessarily you know the greatest coach towards the last couple of years. And then I think Russell Wilson was fortunate, right? The Legion of Boom, the defense, the running game. Whether it was Marshawn Lynch, and then a little bit later on uh, with Carson. I just think things worked in his favor that now aren't there, and I'm wondering if we're starting to see, not that he's a bad quarterback and he's still a talent, but that now he has to refine himself, right? He has to recalibrate, and I think that might have to end up taking more time than he considered. Well, you touched on a lot there, and I think you're on to a lot as well. I mean, think of all of the dynamics that have taken place here, which is that your fan base now does not have any background with you. So when you have a bad game, they're not going to go, well, except for remember last year when he took us to the playoffs? Remember last year? Remember two years ago when he won a Super Bowl? Remember? No, the Broncos are sitting here going like, what is this? $245 million? Right. Uh, for, and this is what we're doing now for the next five or six years? This is what we're doing? I mean, so there, there's no background there. But here's the one thing, and, and I know like what you touched on, Kyle Brandt had a viral video from NFL Network talking about how inauthentic Russ is. Kelvin, have you ever, forget football, have you ever in the history of sports seen any athlete play where former teammates in mass gather round 
to root against him. It's a great point, Mark. Ever before. I've never seen this in the history of my life. I, I'm sure you know this. Kobe Bryant made Dwight Howard cry all the time. However, when Kobe, may he rest in peace, passes away, Staples Center is filled with the dignitaries of the NBA telling wonderful stories about Kobe Bryant and about all the love and the laughter through all the difficulty that he may have put them through as well. It was based in love. Russell Wilson plays football, and Twitter is filled with former Seahawks laughing at him. What yeah. is that? Uh, I, like that, that great, is, I, I've question. never seen that before. So, all right, here, let me. So, let me try to dissect why I think that is. And, and you're, and you're right. With Kobe, I think, and, and again, I just rewatched the, uh, or not rewatched, but I just watched the uh, Redeem Team documentary. Uh, I just watched the the uh, what is it the legacy on Hulu the whole Lakers thing you know I've, I, I'm yes. a, as you mentioned earlier about yourself you could have thrown your boy in there I am a sports I'm a documentary junkie period like any like right now I'm also watching hostages about the Iran and American you know basically the documentary of Argo if you will I said that to say I'm watching yep. this and you bring up Kobe I think there's a difference. While you may not have liked Kobe, he may have been annoying or he may have been too hard on you, might have punched you if you're Smocky Smocky Walker. If you're, uh, you know, while there's a lot of things, you realize, oh, that's at least Kobe. You know what I mean? Like there's an authenticness to it. Like I don't like the dude, but at least I know that's really him. Um, he's just, he's, you know, he's keeping it 100. Now that's not my 100. You know, maybe I want to go out and have poker night with the guys or go to the club with the guys. And they talk about that on the, um, on the Lakers legacy thing, how, you know, all the, Hey, we're going to go out and hit this club or we're going to go hit this restaurant. He just never would go, but at least, you know, from day one, that was Kobe. And I think there's an element with Russ, the G golly shucks in him that I think guys, maybe that is him, but they don't buy that it's him, or maybe that's what he's given us, and they know the real him. You know what I mean? Y'all keep seeing the yep. let's go, Broncos yep. country, let's ride, see, go Hawks, and all that. <laughs> you know, and I think the it's players. the worst. Right, and the players are like, man, that ain't really him. You know what I mean? Or, or the opposite. He's trying to be cool now because he's got a hot, beautiful, you know, successful and hip wife, and he tries to be cool, look at me, and he's not. And that would frustrate you. And lastly, maybe that they were mad because they knew, look, I ain't saying Buddy ain't good. I ain't saying that I'm not grateful to have him on my team. But, you know, this run game, this defense, this collaborative effort is what makes us good. And y'all are trying to just sell it to him. And I do feel like that's an element of Richard Sherman with him when it comes to that. So you're right. It is strange yeah. to see so many former players. And, like, uh, not that RG3 and him are – but just, like, RG3 is going after. It's just really weird to see former guy, former players, even if they weren't teammates of a player, usually don't go after him when they're down like this. Right, right. By the way, Smush Parker is the Laker you're trying to think of who absolutely despised playing with Kobe Bryant. And he was Smush Parker, so who cares? But, <laughs> yeah, like, this is, this is the dynamic to me that is very unique. And then here's the fear part of what you said about, like, okay, he got away from his argument with Pete Carroll and the Seahawks brass, and then he got a massive contract. He's got all the money in the world. He's got Ciara. He's got the family. And in some sort of a way, Russell appears to be done. And I don't mean that in the way we talk on Twitter where we're like, oh my gosh, Russ is cooked. 
I mean, this is what I think teams fear when 31-year-old baseball players who play maybe in the Bronx or anywhere else for that matter have unbelievable years, and then they're on the free agent market, and they're like, okay, 10 years, $400 million, let's do this. And teams are terrified because – That's the last free agent contract. And once you have the last big free agent contract, where's your motivation? So if I'm Russell Wilson now, I've got it all. I've got the wife, I've got the kids, I've got the money, and I got away from Pete Carroll. So where's the motivation? And then when things go awful on national TV, you still walk up to a podium and go, Broncos country, let's ride. And there's seven beat writers in a room going, what the hell are you talking about? And who are you talking to? Like, there is absolutely zero ability to, to read a room right now. And, and, and I think the fear for Broncos fans is there's also a severe lack of obvious motivation for this guy. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it'll it be interesting to see if, to his credit, you know, he's been able to push through, fight through a lot. You know, again, we, we talked about, you know, I mentioned, you know, where he was considered when he came to college and he considered drafted and, you know, fight Matt Flynn gets all this money and he fights through, fight through. All of a sudden, Legion of Boom ain't what they, they ain't booming like they used to. He's still pushing this team yeah. to the playoff. He's still making some solid receivers, not great, look like pro bowlers. So he's been able to push through, and I'm wondering if, hey, this is that adversity that all of us will have to go through in life at some point. You know, different, obviously different. We're not pro athletes. But my point is, will he kind of be able to assess, take a pause, first quarter of the season is gone, and say, all right, I suck, the team hasn't been great, but look myself in the mirror, and I got to get better and improve. It ain't all gee golly shucksy as I thought it would be. And uh, find a way to get get better. Because, to you know, look, you mentioned it earlier. He was on a Hall of Fame trajectory Probably still will as long as he just – even if he has a couple more solid years. Um, maybe he can look himself in the mirror and right the ship. Again, does he have to be, you know, Josh Allen for the rest of his career? No, but what we saw last week and in really this season it has to improve. And the only good thing for him is, at least I think, Mark, it can only get better. Uh, it doesn't feel like it could get any worse. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It it's like it can only get better, really right? Really – Yeah, Sunday night football against the 49ers, even though they won, followed by what we saw Thursday night. It's like, oh, my gosh, this is just consistently, consistently brutal. Um, That's what we expected the NFC East to be. It is not. So let's play a game of real or imagined on the NFC East coming up next. Football fans, be sure to tune in to Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM on Sunday mornings, three hours before kickoff. Tune in Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, as we take you live all the way to kickoff on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app presented by BetMGM with Kelvin Washington, Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. That's Kelvin Washington and for Ephraim tonight. Mark Willard with you. Glad you're with us wherever you are taking us in, however you're doing it as well. So real or imagined, the 4-1 and one Giants, the 4-1 and one Dallas Cowboys. I don't even know what to do with the NFC East, who we all called the worst division in football going into the year, now has three teams that are a combined 13-2. and two. What on earth is happening? <laughs> yeah, what well, are, you, do, 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 are you buying either of those teams yet? 
<sighs> All right. So before we get there, just because it was directly in my face, so I had to acknowledge it. Uh, and you are the man of the Bay Area. Uh, there's Warriors Lakers preseason. Yeah. Only reason I bring it up is because I keep looking at Jordan Poole running around, and I'm thinking, how is his jaw not swollen? So we got to get to that at uh-huh. some point because you being my we my definitely yes yeah. We, so that was in my face. Yeah, so I had yeah, to acknowledge we that. And you talk about the NFC least, you could say, as folks were calling it. Uh, then you had the only other one was the AFC South, where you kind of were like, eh, you know. Maybe like I don't really know yeah. what, what's gonna become of that division, but I don't. It's the first quarter of the season. I usually try to wait because it, so much happens, right? Some guy got hurt during a training camp that you know he isn't back yet, so it's like, all right, is this team really this good until he's back? Or you know, this 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 uh, new offensive coordinator. So it's almost like you kind of got to give it a few weeks to see what's what. But I tell you what, if you go with like. Let's start with the Giants, who we didn't really have great expectations for. I They remind me of what I was saying earlier where, look, at the end of the day, football is still football when you know there's a 60 minutes clock. This isn't baseball where there's a certain amount of outs. So however you get them is how you get them. There's a clock running. And if I can control the ball – by running, by, you know, pace and just, you know, hey, this team, we're not going to be able to outscore them. We're not going to light them up. So let's run. Let's play solid defense. Let's have our quarterback, um, you know, manage. You can almost say they're like the 49ers of the East, if you will. You know, I think there's Mm -hmm. still room for that in the NFL. And I think you're seeing that from, if you go with the, uh, almost all the teams in NFC East where I would say the Eagles are a little more explosive uh, with Jalen Hurts playing outstanding right now. But look, Ben, don't break. Run the ball. Hey, Daniel Jones, or hey, if it's Cooper Rush, just don't make a fool of us. We'll be all right. And, and they've been able to do that. And now all of a sudden you got a division where you're like, hmm, are they really this good or are they not? But I think what they are well, is sound. I don't think they're spectacular. I think they're beatable. But I do think they're sound. And there's something to being sound in any sport. If you can just be sound, then you have to beat us. We're not going to beat ourselves. It's two different stories for the two different teams. Uh, I'm with you on everything you said, but there's also different circumstances and characteristics that lead to this. The New York Giants prior to this morning, and if you were sleeping and you did not see what happened in London, it's very, very uh, relevant and important to this conversation. Before today, the New York Giants were a 3 and one football team that A, had beaten the mediocre Tennessee Titans when the Titans decided to miss a field goal at the buzzer. They had beaten the Carolina Panthers at home by three. Carolina's awful. They had also beaten the Chicago Bears by one score at home. The Bears are awful. Like, literally, they have played three offenses that all have very big question marks at quarterback and every other skill position, for that matter. And then they had played the Dallas Cowboys and lost. All of those things are different than erasing a 17-point or I guess it was 17 to three. Yeah. 17 to three lead in London against a team that is supposed to be one of the flag bearers for the NFC. That really opened my eyes this morning, uh, literally and figuratively for that matter, <laughs> since it started at 630 in the morning, our time. But I woke up and watched that thing. And when the Packers got their second touchdown and, uh, and went up in this thing, 17 to three, I went and worked out. I'm like, well, that's the end of that. 
And, and, and then in the second half for the Packers offense to not score and for the Giants to look dynamic in ways and, and be using Saquon Barkley all over the field and look really imaginative, I did not see any of that coming. So I'm not ready to call the New York Giants a good team, but it's a functional team, and they, they, they opened my eyes today for sure. And that's why I said I said uh, a team that, you know, they're not great. They're not good. But again, you have to beat them. And 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 I'll give you an example of another team. Now this team hasn't. They're they're not winning games. But you'll get what I mean. It's kind of like until today. Uh, a matter of fact, I'm not even gonna bring that team up because it's my former team that I was a former Lions fan, as you know that I, I've renounced and denounced them. But what I was gonna use as examples with these Dan Campbell Lions, you gotta beat them. Today they looked horrible. They got that butt whooped. But my point is. Yep. So you mentioned these bad teams that the Giants win, and I'll tell you, you got to win. When you start putting wins together, as you know, in, in anything, wins are addictive. The culture that's set, I don't want to say they have a winning culture all of a sudden, but what I mean is you start to expect to win. Look, man, these dudes are, these dudes are, man, these dudes are human. Right, and you go to these bad situations. If you were playing with the Jags for all those years, they were bad, and you know, or the Lions. Look, you start coming to these cities saying, "My check's gonna cash. I'm gonna try, but hey, if we lose, my being you know, ain't my fault." And I'm hitting the clubs tonight, and I was there during those mid two thousands when the Lions were like that. I w- I was just starting in radio, and I was in music radio, and I would be working the clubs, hanging up flyers and banners, you know, and all that the stuff you do as a, as a as a rookie. And I'm getting in the game, and the Lions will be there tearing the clubs down, shirts off in the clubs. It's like there's no – and I'm not saying you can't have fun if you're in the league, but what I mean is you just kind of knew, like, oh, the culture is just totally there to just not win. Like, and it's okay. It's accepted. That's when they, and they turn around and go 0-16. So you've been to any of these bad teams. The Giants, hey, you got to win, then you got to win, then you got to win, right? And you got to stack up wins because it starts to be like where you expect to win. You're mad if you don't win. This is how we do things. And you start to create some things. And when you have your special running back finally healthy, finally able to produce and make special plays, that fires up a team, man. And look, do I expect them to all of a sudden make a postseason run? No. But again, when you can get to a place where, hey, you got to beat us, you know we're not going to beat ourselves then you can at least become a capable team and not become some embarrassment of a team right right now that said i'm with you i'm not buying giant stock however i am buying cowboy stock here's why um and i looked this up recently because i was trying to talk to a san francisco fan base that was about to darn lose its mind after that 11 to 10 loss in denver after week three but we all felt like 49er defense looks good. They haven't played a good offense yet, but it looks pretty good. Then they went against the Rams, did the darn thing on Monday night, only gave up nine points. Now they're a three-and-two football team, and everybody agrees it's one of the top defenses in football. I went back through about the last five years. Look, if you've got a top-ten defense in the NFL, you have about a 75 to 80% chance of making the playoffs. If you've got a top five defense, you're in. I don't care what the hell you do on offense. You are in. And the Dallas Cowboys, don't look, Kelvin, how many times have they given up 20 points this year, five weeks in? Do you know off the top of your head or do you have a guess? I'm going to take a guess. Uh, Maybe once? Zippo Dippo. They have not given up 20 points in a football game yet, and they have gone against some real teams. They've gone against Tom Brady. They've gone against Joe Burrow. They went against Matt Stafford today. Nobody has scored 20 points against this team yet. I don't know how the Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott thing is going to get figured out. Here's what I know. Cowboys are going to be in the playoffs this year. Yeah. 
You bring and and you bring up something. Of course, we all know defense wins. Defense wins championships. We all know that. But you see it because, listen, man. Again, if you if and that you brought up the the Forty Niners, I keep bringing them up because that's what made it per, kind of perplexing. If and you were up in the Bay, you're in the Bay, so maybe you you know have better insight to this than I would. But as a, a person who's been, it was a lifelong fan of the Lions. I'm like, I understand Trey Lance is the future, but y'all are built to win now. You know what I mean? And I'm looking like Jimmy Garoppolo is not you know Joe Montana. But the dude wins like high 60s, almost 70% of his games, and he gets you to NFC Championship games and even Super Bowls and really was up on the Rams last year if you really want to go there, you know, uh, for some time. Yep. So I'm like, what did it – I don't get it. Like, he's giving you a chance to win now. Like Trey, And it's not like Trey Lance was this Aaron Rodgers kid where you're like, okay, I don't know what y'all seeing in practice, but this dude is that guy. That's not what we've been hearing. So I was always perplexed by that because you had a team that, look, you have to beat the 49ers. And that's why they beat the Rams all the time. And that's why they won today. They're hard you gotta just you know what I mean you you can't make mistakes they're gonna run on you they play tough defense and that's what look Dallas is coming after your quarterback I think it was five sacks today on uh on Matthew Stafford got a couple of turnovers I mean they're coming after you and that can make up for a quarterback that ain't a top 10 quarterback right that isn't that guy but hey he's gonna make a couple of plays got a couple players cd lambs looking like he's growing and coming into that number one receiver spot zeke elliott hey he's not quite himself but he's still got able to make some plays that's tough to beat man when you got a defense as you mentioned that not only is good but that is making game winning plays right you can be a defense that stops folks a little bit but they uh but here's a great to your point we're not letting you get the end zone. Some teams can play good defense, but ah, we let you score points a little bit, but we don't give you up a lot of lo- yards. They ain't letting you in the end zone, you know. And and, and they're yep. sacking your yep. quarterback. They're wreaking havoc, making you know third, uh, second and five turn into third and twelve. And so that that's tough to beat, man. And, and it'll, it's going to be interesting when Dak gets healthy. What do you do? Go with this Cooper Rush guy all of a sudden that's got your team winning, or go with the guy who's worth whatever hundreds of million that you're paying him. And, and who's been your you know your guy for the last four years and giving the ball back. What do you do? Yeah, well, and that question may need to be answered next week where they are on the road at, oh, look, Philadelphia, Sunday night football coming up next week. So real interesting stuff. I can answer your Garoppolo question coming up next. Plus, let all of you hear the somewhat controversial statement that came out of the 49er locker room after their victory today. So all of that is around the corner. But right now it is Steve DeSager time. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to get you up to date on everything that's going on here is what's trending. Hey, Steve. Hello. Do we have something to update from the baseball playoff game in New York? The Mets, winners of 101 games, facing elimination against the Padres tonight. So with the Padres up 4-0 in the sixth, Manager Buck Showalter sent the umpires out to the mound before the inning started to check for illegal substances from the Padres starter, Joe Musgrove, who had been throwing a perfect game through four, by the way, tonight. They not only checked his hand, they checked his glove, they took his hat, they put their fingers behind his ears, they found nothing. He went ahead and pitched the sixth inning, and when he got a strikeout, he made sure to dart a look to the Mets' dugout. It's now a one-hitter through seven Top of the eighth, Padres lead 4-0 in New York. 
looking to advance to Dodger Stadium to start the next round, a best of five that will be on FS1 starting Tuesday in L.A. All games this weekend, this new wildcard best of three series at the home of the higher seed. Yankees reliever Araldis Chapman is out this week at least after he skipped a mandatory workout and was fined. His ERA this year was 4.46. At Baltimore, two minutes to go in the first half of the Sunday night NFL game, and the Ravens are leading 10-7 over Cincinnati now. Bengals tied in Hayden Hurst with a 19-yard touchdown catch. Ravens tied in Mark Andrews with an 11-yard touchdown reception. Philadelphia went to 5-0 with its win at Arizona, 20-17. Cards running back James Conner left with a rib injury. Dallas beats the Rams 22-10 in L.A. The Rams as a team on the ground, 15 carries, 38 yards. Meanwhile, Tony Pollard of Dallas had a 57-yard touchdown run. Dallas is 4-1. San Francisco's win was 37-15 at Carolina. 49ers defensive end Nick Bosa left with a groin injury. Kicker Robbie Gold left with a knee injury. Buffalo 4-1 after ripping Pittsburgh 38-3. Steelers now 1-4. They have lost four games in a row. Next Sunday, Buffalo at Kansas City. Minnesota is 4-1. In fact, 3-0 at home after a late touchdown beats Chicago 29-22. The most back-and-forth game of the NFL so far this year. Five lead changes, nearly six. The Chargers won at Cleveland 30-28. Brown missed a long field goal attempt in the final seconds. New England shut out Detroit 29-0 as Detroit on fourth down conversions went 0-4-6. New Orleans with a win over Seattle 39-32, but Seahawks running back Rashad Penny suffered a broken leg. Jets 40-17 winners against Miami. Dolphins quarterback Teddy Bridgewater left early in concussion protocol. Elbow injury as well, they said. And, of course, Tua Tagovailoa already in concussion protocol. Wins for Tennessee and Tampa Bay for Houston. And the Giants got that win in London over Green Bay. 27-22, the Giants are 4-1. Georgia is back to number one in the new AP College football poll with Ohio State number two and Alabama now number three. Christopher Bell won the NASCAR race on the Charlotte road course, even though he only led the final two laps back to you all right great stuff steve appreciate you so much mark willard kelvin washington uh live from the tire rack.com studios and closing in on halftime of the sunday night football game and getting you up to date recapping everything that we saw and felt from week five in the national football league which still has a game and a half left to go so kelvin just to a answer your jimmy garoppolo question and then everybody needs to hear something that george kittle said after their victory in carolina today today because it's relevant for every NFL team and in fact earlier Kelvin we were talking about the way owners in all sports are driven solely by the dollar with their decisions and I think we have probably the worst example of that anywhere uh, currently in the NFL and Kittle is talking about it so we'll get to that in uh, in just a second the Garoppolo thing was essentially this to me it was twofold Uh, you look at the 49er roster and you're like yeah they can win with him and and they could however they have not gotten all the way over the top and if you look at the Josh Allens and and uh, Patrick Mahomes and even the Justin Herberts and Joe Burrows and Lamar Jacksons of the world, I think the 49ers got to a point where they were like, A, if we can get somebody who is more dynamic athletically and can see what Kyle Shanahan is trying to scheme up a little bit better, we'll be unstoppable. However, that's a risk because you don't know what you're going to get. But you combine it with all of that 
elite roster that started to need extensions. Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, all of that drama in the offseason. And it got to be a point where they thought, you know, a quarterback on a five-year rookie deal right now would be real damn helpful. And so I think those are the two things that drove the decision. And then this year, they ended up just really, really lucky with a circumstantial and controversial decision to keep Jimmy Garoppolo as the backup. And then when Trey Lance gets hurt, they're like the only NFL team who can lose their starting quarterback and not have their season end. Right. And maybe you can say, well, not maybe, but get better. Um I, I get I get it and yeah, it makes maybe, sense, maybe. you know it gets makes sense on the financial end but I guess I look at it as you know listen a lot of jobs are on the line in sports it's a it's a productive what have you done for me lately you know and just to think that again it's not as if Trey Lance could v- eventually be a very solid productive quarterback in this league but it's just nothing said that he was going to be Really has to be, and then and then and he was right now, like that you saw. You know, like Justin Herbert, you saw. You're like, okay, that's different, right? The way that ball comes out, the way he commands it. You know, <laughs> even Lamar Jack, you're like, oh, okay, I guess he is like a Heisman. I mean, I don't know why we thought he wasn't. Why we draft him so late in the first round? You know, there's other guys you're like, well, you saw right. it coming. Trey Lance hasn't been that. He didn't even play a lot of football. So it's like you're doing all of this for that guy that it's like, you're. are you selling yourself on his special qualities as opposed to this is really who he is. You get what I mean? Like, the minute you saw Pat Mahomes, we all kind of went, okay, yeah, that's different, immediately. (laughs) And with Trey Lance, it's like you almost keep selling yourself on it. It's like, uh, all right. Are you telling me, or this is how it is, or is it really how it is? Um, But I I get it. It makes sense. You're you're spot on. You know, I just – I feel like it's almost one of those – We've made this decision. You know, it's like a girlfriend, right? You were like, nah, nah, this the one. And then you realize she's not, but you got to keep playing it off because your parents or your best friend or maybe a, you know, ex-girlfriend told you she's not. And now you got to ride it on. Out. No, 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 I'm telling you, it's great. We're getting along great. This is good. <laughs> your boy, never happier, never happier. And it's like you're trying to convince yourself. And it's like deep down you're like, this ain't it. And I'm wondering, is this a case where they're like, this ain't it? And not that he's a bust. Well, he just hasn't had a chance to really show it yet. It's like October, and you already invited her to Christmas, and then you realize this isn't it, but you know what? We better hang out for a couple of months. There's no doubt you're tapped into what is going to be the big question, uh, not only through the remainder of this year, but now into next year as well once Trey Lance is, is, uh, is healthy again because the way the 49ers were using him, it looked like, now no one will admit this, it looked like they didn't trust him right. to throw the ball down the field and run the offense the way it was supposed to be run. Now is that because it was a quarterback in essentially his third and fourth games and they were just going to ramp up to it pretty soon? Or did they get to the beginning of his second year in the system and go, this isn't what we thought it could be. Let's make the best of it. Um, all of that is relevant. And then the conversation got tabled because he broke his ankle. And, uh, and so now we'll just uh, re-rack it and do that conversation again next year. Uh, while we're in the 49er locker room, let's go in there coming up next. George Kittle speaks out on something he feels should be banned from the NFL, and we think you'll probably agree. That's coming up next with Kelvin Washington, Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. Wow! 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21-plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Mark Willard and Kelvin Washington on Fox Sports Sunday. Also, a reminder of the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. I know how this works. Some are going to call it sour grapes. Some are going to call it whining. Some are going to say, hey, this is just part of life in the National Football League. Never before uh, has a team gone through a year without some sort of somewhat major injury. And sometimes you go through just a bunch over and over. But this is top of mind for a San Francisco 49er organization, which has been in the bottom third or top third, depending how you look at it. But the most man games lost to injury, they have been in the third of the league that has been hit worst every single year since Kyle Shanahan took over. And as we know, there have been major injuries at the quarterback position at least two or three times. Um, And then today, 
uh, in another game on artificial turf. Nick Bosa leaves uh, with a groin injury. Is it bad? We're not sure yet. Emmanuel Mosley, one of their really good cornerbacks who was playing great and had a pick six earlier in the game. He, it looks like, has a torn ACL. As you heard Steve mention, their kicker, Robbie Gold, ended up knocked out. I don't know if you can blame that on the turf. Uh, but there's just a whole lot going on, and it's been that way every week for the 49ers. And not just them. Like, I'm thinking of MetLife up there in New Jersey when Sterling Shepard of the New York Giants is simply on a stroll down the field and his knee explodes. And so take a listen to this from George Kittle, who's talking to a league that says it cares about player safety. The thing that just confuses me is, like, if you're going to go from grass and if you're not going to mandate grass, then why aren't all turf fields the exact same turf so guys get used to playing on the same turf everywhere? But every field has a different turf, and so it's just like you're playing on a different surface. Like, NBA guys don't play on different different wood. Like, what are, what are we doing? Like, hockey guys don't play on different ices all the time. Like, it's very it's ice. So, like, I just wish we played on a surface that was similar every single weekend and week out so your body wouldn't just be dealing with different crappy turf. I mean, this is interesting because you don't hear George say ban turf. He's just like, if you're going to do it, let's do it every single week. And he has a point, and especially when we factor in, and I didn't even bring this up yet, Kelvin, but factor in Tua and the concussion situation, uh, the MetLife turf. Uh, there were there were concerns this morning uh, with the London Stadium and 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 the the surface there. It, 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 you can't say we're here for player safety and keep doing this. And you know darn well why they're doing it is because it saves owners money to not have to maintain natural grass. Yeah, I mean, I, I, to jump in on his, uh, while I think his point is definitely like well taken, I think we all get that. I will say the NBA is always played indoors. It's always played indoors. And it's played on one thing. Whereas the NFL, what makes it unique is coming to Lambeau Field, right? What's outdoors. It can be cold, frozen tundra and, and, and a whole nine. Then you go down to, to Miami and it's completely different than it is playing indoor at, out, at SoFi Stadium. So they're contending with something much different than the NBA. The NBA is played only indoors and it's only played on a wooden court. Whereas, again, the NFL, you have outdoor stadiums, indoor stadiums. This is just, it's a complete, and that's what makes it compelling is you go to these different types of things we always say that we use man who especially during the tom brady era you don't want to go to foxborough during you know december november december and so i think that's a part of the football element right a lot of folks who play football come from the midwest like i do or the east coast where it's it gets cold the ground is hard that's kind of how you play football right thanksgiving in the backyard everybody's out there with sweaters and hoodies on so i think there's an element of that they don't want to lose right um now, can it be that everybody has to have some synthetic turf or something? I don't know, but I will say I think that's just part of it is that that's a part of the glam of the game is that, is that it's different types of turfs, different uh, different stadiums, different fields, different atmospheres. You go to mile high, someone could complain, well, hey, man, it's a mile high and this, that, and the other. Okay, well, we're going to go make it, you know, get it away from Denver where it's a little lower. I don't know. but I, So this is I get his point. But I can see where the league is like, no, that's what makes football great is you go into these different environments and elements. 
Well, I, I think it's a good point that you're making. And also, if we do go to natural surface, let's not act like we can't have a problem there. I was at the game at Notre Dame uh, when USC traveled out there, and it was clear that they had grown the grass as high as possible. And two torn ACLs happened, by the way, but they were trying to slow down a USC team that was way faster than them. Um, you know, so you can mess with any kind of a surface. Right, right. Um, I get his point on consistency. I just almost take it in a different direction, though. Like, it's it's clear to me that artificial surface is tearing ACLs and causing concussions. And, 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 and so that's a hard thing for them to throw out there right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we see it. It's, it's hard as heck. You know, and guys are getting their, their heads are bobbling. Um, but it's I guess as you'd say it's easier to keep up with. I, I don't know, but I just I think they want to keep it different. All right. Coming up next, at long last, my man, Draymond Green. Here we go. <laughs> Calvin, you're going to have to stay with me now. Stay with me. Let's Draymond Green. Draymond Green <laughs> just saved the Warriors. Huh. I'll explain. I'll explain. Yeah, I know. He also done ticked him off, but he also saved him. I'll explain. I think I get we where you're going with this, go ahead. <laughs> From the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay. So, first there's the punch, and I'm pretty sure by now everybody has seen the video. And so there's the, there's the simple response, which is you can't do that. Like, that, that's, that's obviously wrong. Does it happen in professional sports? Yes. Is it almost always behind closed doors? Yes. Does the presence of public video change any situation? Sure it does. Um, listen, you know, Tyreek Hill still running up and down the field. Ray Rice was not. There's a reason. It's video. So I, I, I get all of those parts of it. And, and Green has his press conference over the weekend. And I think for the most part, he said all the right things. He did what I knew he was going to do, which is essentially suspend himself. Because the Warriors, you've all got to understand, they put themselves, unfortunately, in a position where they really couldn't suspend Draymond Green because they came out with their sort of plan on what they were going to do. We're going to handle this internally. And then the video came out. Right. So if they suspend him after the video comes out, what's Jordan Poole say? Oh, you weren't going to suspend him just for my feelings and my well-being, but you'll suspend him now because the rest of the world all knows what took place. That was going to be a bad look. So Draymond takes himself off the team for a few days. Also, though, he's not going to miss opening night because it's ring night and they don't want that hanging over. So it's very messy. And I will tell you this, this I know. The Golden State Warriors, while Steve Kerr was involved in one of these himself once upon a time, will not tell you, look, these things happen. It's no big deal. Privately, within this organization, it's a very big deal. But it's not because of the punch, Kelvin. It's because of the repeat offense nature we're talking about. They've been down this road with Draymond Green in one form or another, over and over and over again. He threatened Steve Kerr. He ran Kevin Durant out of town. And now this. 
And so when he shows up and says, I got to work on me, I'm going to be better, excuse them if they don't say we've heard this before. And so here's why they saved him real quick. They, he saved the Golden State Warriors because this team would love to keep Jordan Poole. They'd love to keep Andrew Wiggins. They'd love for James Wiseman to work out. They would love for Jonathan Kaminga to work out. And they'd also love for Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green to finish their careers in Warrior uniforms. If you do that and pay all of those players what they're worth, your luxury tax bill, I've done the work, would probably get you to about a half of a billion dollars in payroll. They're not doing that. They've needed this year all along to find out who's going to be the guy that goes. And essentially, there's four players we're talking about right now. It's Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Jordan Poole, and Andrew Wiggins. Who's going to be the guy that goes? Well, I think we've got our answer. Draymond Green has stepped forward and raised his hand and said, that would be me. I will be the one that is not signing an extension here with the Golden State Warriors. So... Woo! Mark Willard. All right, you got me fired up now. All right. Okay. Here's here's why you might be right with Draymond being out. Now, we all know the hit, the punch, that helps, right? Because now it goes, okay, now we got a real reason. But also, we know what else helped? And this is actually on the court. Andrew Wiggins his emergence, but not as a scorer. We've seen him score 20 points a game in his league for five, six years. We knew he could do that. Defensively, Andrew Wiggins in the finals showed us defensively, oh, shoot, okay, Andrew Wiggins is a top, you know, could be a top five wing defender in his league when when he really is engaged. You're like, you were very impressed with that. And so because you would be concerned historically what we would lose if you lose Draymond Green, right? If you're the Warriors, you say, man, we lose a great defender. We lose this guy who, you know, is a team defender and individual. Andrew Wiggins showed, hey, I can be that. Maybe not as elite for as long as Draymond was, but you're like, we can have that. So I do, and, and, and I think that plays a major role because you're like, you can't just lose what he brings. He, I know he's triple single and the jokes and the jokes, but he brings a lot to that team. And if you don't think that, then you don't know what the basketball, what he brings and how it works for that organization and what he means to them as far as mentality, defensively, all that good stuff. Also, I think yes. the difference to, you know, one of the things I, I've heard in life, and I've, and I've sat back and watched this. I heard this probably 15 years ago at work and a coworker, probably looking back, she's probably seven, eight years older than me. And she said, the same thing folks love you for will eventually be the same things folks don't like you for. And I'll give you an example. We all have that friend. Why do you hang with him? He's, man, wild and crazy, man. You never know what you're going to get into with him. That's my boy, that boy, wild and crazy. Well, guess what happens? One day, Mr. Wild and Crazy you can't stand him anymore because you're tired of almost getting into fights. You're tired of chicks slashing your tires because you he rolled with you, and you're like, why did she slash my tires? Because I was in the car with you. You're tired of him, you know, throwing stuff out the window and the police pull you. Like, whatever it is, it gets old. And with Draymond Green, they loved him for the tenacity, the toughness. You took the technical fouls with it. You took the, you know, the, 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 the missed games with it, su- suspensions and all that. Then there comes a point. What they love you for, eventually they will no longer love you for. And I think we may have reached that point with Draymond. Do they wish him well? Do they, you know, will he be invited to the 25th anniversary of something? Yes. And they love him as a friend. 
But at some point, you may have to part ways. And someone, again, is going to say, man, that happens all the time. People, yeah. But to your point, there is also that straw that broke the camel's back. And I saw Steven Jackson, shout out to him. He said something interesting. Now, we all know Steven Jackson, former NBA player, to be a tough guy. Of course, you know, a lot of folks want to tie him to the mouse in the palace. One thing he never did, though, was actually get into a fight with a, with a, with a teammate. And he said, a lot of y'all keep asking me this. This is on his Instagram page. He said, you know what? He said, I never fought a teammate because it never got that serious. He said, and the last thing you do is you never beat up the little bros. He's like, you never – and I thought that was interesting. You know, you can fight. You know, you're Bill Lambeer. You get punched in the face by Isaiah Thomas. It makes sense. You guys have been going at each other for seven, eight years. You know, it, it makes sense, right? You never fight the little bros. And he was like, that just was a bad look. You're supposed to – you don't fight the little young dude on the team. And I think that's what makes this a little bit different, right? Jordan was the big bully on the team, the guy. So if he, Steve Kerr, he punches Steve Kerr. Kerr punches him back. They get into it. It's like, okay, that's cool, grown man. You punch the little bruh. And I think that's what separates it and makes a difference. Like, dude, you punched on the little guy who was supposed to be the guy that we're teaching, we're molding, we're shaping. And I and I think that's also what separates this and just from like if he punched uh, Kevon Looney or something. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So, so it'll be. And you're, I just, you're, yeah. You're 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 totally tapped into the key points here as to why when people say, "Oh, look, this happens in sports," no. No, 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 no. Not this. Not to a smaller player. Not to a player who's 10 years younger. Not to a player who's about to sign potentially a big extension and is an important part of this future. And quite frankly, they actually would feel all those things if Draymond didn't have the history he had. The answer all of you need to know, and he may not know it because it didn't come in front of a big podium, and all of this happened on a football weekend. So it's very easy to lose sight of what the Warriors uh, have said when they finally spoke to the media about this. At a certain point yesterday, Steve Kerr was directly asked, has there been a breach of trust between Draymond Green and the Warriors organization? Steve stopped, thought about it, and stated, no comment. Mm. That is all you need to know. That is all you need to know. This is a problem, and it is not what the Warriors wanted on ring night coming up here in a week and a half where they're questioning whether or not one of their starters and star players is actually going to get booed by his own fans. Hmm. This is not the way they wanted to start defending their title. And because there have been so many things through the years with Draymond Green, this is now walking on eggshells. And I don't know how it's going to go in the short term, um, but what I believe in the long term, as I just stated, and just so you know, contract is potentially up at the end of this year, but probably not because he has an opt-out. He will probably opt in because he's got a player option for $27 million the year after this one, especially with what's just taken place. He probably opts in. I don't know if the Warriors can keep all of their people, pool a restricted free agent, Wiggins an unrestricted free agent at the end of this coming year. Can they keep everybody even for one year? Do they even want to do that? I don't know. But if they can, and it comes to extension time for Draymond Green, I don't believe it'll be here. 
No, uh, and 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 I don't think it has to be a bad thing. Obviously, if if this is the reason why it ends, and it'll be bad for the moment. But my point is, look, everybody can't be Kobe Bryant. Play, you know, and even Kobe Bryant demanded a trade and was almost traded to the Pistons. You know what I mean? Like, so point being, at some point. You can't have three, four guys be on the same team for 10, 15 years. You know what I mean? So it, it, that's just yep. not likely. Yep. So it had to end at some point, whether it was Clay Thompson. And let, let's say this never happens with Draymond. And let's say they're like, you know what? The new splash brother is Jordan Peeling. And Clay looks like he might have lost a step. So, you know. Clay's got to go, or we'll trade him. Like it, it was gonna happen. This isn't the 1980s. You know what I mean? Where guys, there really wasn't free agency. The money was different back then. So this may just be. To your point, the how it finally ends with the the main trio of the Warriors, um, you know, and it doesn't have to be that there's a, a overly amount of love lost. Meaning, look, it had to happen at some point. It's just bad that it had to happen this way uh, with Draymond, especially when you're the current reigning champs. Uh, maybe they'll persevere. They've been through a lot. Maybe they'll find a way back. But when you couple this with the fact that he ran KD out of town, uh, you couple this with the fact. A lot of fans in the Bay Area still feel had he not done been stupid and got suspended in the NBA Finals the 2016, yep. maybe they win. So Good it's just he, he's got enough on his resume where it's like, dude, <laughs> you know what I mean? We, we could have won if you don't leave, you know, make KD leave. We could have won if you don't get suspended. We could have possibly, you know, and maybe this year we don't win because the friction in the team is never the same because you socked one of our young guys. You don't know, but it's just, yeah, it's just another thing on a heck of a career of a guy, but it's just like another, you know, bad blemish if you will no doubt I mean what has always been said in these situations is with Draymond you have to take the bad with the good because that's the way he's wired and that's what allows him to be him and that is true this is different this is not an ill-timed technical foul this is completely different for this organization Um, all right the Fox Sports Radio tailgate worth mentioning presented by the Big Green Egg nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg it's the most versatile grill you'll ever own backed by a lifetime warranty roll with the best shop online for free delivery at biggreenegg.com lifetime warranty free home delivery biggreenegg.com more on that coming up plus This team, yeah, this team is going to host a playoff game in the NFL, and it's going to make everybody lose their minds. We'll get to that around the bend as well with Kelvin Washington, Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. 
You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Just a quick scroll through the MLB schedule from this year, Calvin. And um, 14 and 5 is what I come up with. 14 and 5. You know what that is, right? You know what 14 and 5 is? No, what is 14 and 5? Uh, that would be the Dodgers' record against the Padres this uh, year, and so I would uh, I would like to congratulate the Los Angeles Dodgers on no, their trip. No, I think you. I see. National I see what League you're doing. See, you think you're slick. Yeah. You're doing this no, because it's very, it's very it's very exciting, Kelvin. Because honestly, the NLC, uh, NLCS it's a great accomplishment. So, uh, congratulations to the Dodgers on making it to the NLCS. So you're doing this because you think you're slick. You're up there in the Bay Area with the Giants, and what you're doing is you, you, you're double-hedging here because one end, if you can with the Dodgers win, you'll be like, oh, they're supposed to win. It's what they're 14-5. and five. This is what they do. They're expected to win a World Series. But then if they lose, you're like, ha, how could they lose? They're supposed to win. That's what they get. Look at this major upset. See, you think you're slick. I know what you're doing. Okay? And no, Bob- it, 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 it would be that if it wasn't an absolute mortal lock that the Dodgers are going to roll – through the San Diego Padres starting on Tuesday. I, I, I mean, Chavez Ravine will be rocking. And, I, like, you're right. It would be that if there were actually a chance for the Padres. But since there isn't, um, I, I'm just being completely genuine. Uh, congratulations. All right. Well, I hear you talking. Uh, again, that, they got to play. Listen, they got to play. Because one thing I will say is that if you start be- – like, listen, let's say um, you have siblings – I have one, yes. I have an older sister. Okay, so let's say she always beat you at a game of whatever. I don't know, checkers, chess, basketball, whatever, right? You just always beat. But nine out of ten times she beat you. There's always that one, okay? And if the Dodgers always beat the Padres, except by nine out of ten times they beat them, well, I don't want this one to be this one when it matters the most. So you got to make sure you don't listen to Mark Willard. Make sure they come in ready to play and that they absolutely bring it. Now, on another note, no, can, I I mean, take a hard, can I take a hard left? Yeah, uh, sure. I mean, a hard left. I mean, yeah, I wasn't really done having fun with that, but yes. No, have fun with it. Go, <laughs> listen. Because, no, I see you. No, you're right. You're right. The Padres could, you're right. They could win one. Yes, Dodgers in four. Go ahead. Please take a hard left. Man, I'm, t- I'm calling you too, man. If this if this all of a sudden is 2-2 two, two tied and it's close and it's the seventh inning and, and, and Clayton Kershaw is in there and everybody, I'm calling you, man. I'm going to interrupt your evening. It's going to be a nice Willard family dinner and I'm calling you and I'm interrupting. Now, I'm interrupting this conversation. Conversation because 
I was just uh, one of the you know we got I got the Ravens on here. I had the the Mets uh, were on Mets and Padres were on yep. and all these yep. different TVs in front of me, and that game went off. And I don't know what channel this is on, but all of a sudden it went to the original Terminator is on the original. Oh. Number one, I think that I didn't realize because this first one came out, I was like zero months old. And and plus I haven't seen it fully in years. The scene in which they I believe they conceived John Connor was a bit much for the eighties. I'm like, whoa. Like I didn't I didn't I was not prepared for this to be in my face in the middle of a sports show. Let's just start there. It's a lot going on. It's a yeah, lot going on. Yeah. Number two is Terminator two, outside of Godfather Two, is Judgment Day the best sequel? Of a movie, of a that's what I want to know. Which, which one is the one where he says, "I need your clothes, your shoes, and your motorcycle"? Which that's one Terminator is that? Two. That's that. So that's okay. the, That's the second yes, one. Then the answer is yes. Okay. I just needed <laughs> to make sure because I'm sitting that's here. That's all I needed. Okay. Yeah, I'm just sitting here watching it. And I'm like, oh man, this made me think of is there is there you know great sequels and Terminator Two Judgment Day because the first one was great. That was a great follow. Am I wrong here? And by the way, this is you guys have been quiet today. Uh, everybody. I mean, Bo, Adam, uh, 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 Steve. Everybody. Like, am I? You, am I wrong here? No. Terminator Two is actually, I think, better than Terminator. Um, and Aliens is also a very good sequel. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, because we know the Godfather Two. Like, that's yeah, everybody universally known. Right. But are, are we are, are we counting things that are not technically the sequel, but they're the third? Oh, I get what is, you're saying. Does that count? What well, for example? Right? Because, what? Well, the example being that, that that a person like me, who once upon a time went to the kind of movies that you're talking about, and then three children happened, and I am always the guy in this discussion who brings up Toy Story 3, and I'm not ashamed of that at all, uh, whatsoever. Toy I'm, Story I, I, I 3, stand on this ground. is that the one with Lotso? Yeah, I think uh, yeah, yes. the bear. Yes, yes the bear. I can't agree with you anymore. Lots of love and bear. Yes. It only took us two and a half hours for me to strongly agree with you. I thought it would be some football take, a baseball, a basketball take. I've never agreed with you more in all my years of knowing you. Toy Story 3 is the best Toy Story, and everybody keeps trying to act like, no, it's too, no, it's Toy Story 3. And I'm glad you mentioned yeah. that, and maybe it's the dad in us, but that that one is the best. I'm with you on that. Yeah, two, two on two on Toy Story got a little wonky. It, and and by the way, uh, underrated, but just unfortunately sandwiched between two masterpieces, so it just gets thrown out with the trash. Right, right. I'm with you yeah. on that. I'm glad. Okay, and then lastly, I'll add Dark Knight for me. I don't know where to count it because there's like a million Batman movies, but if you're going just to Christopher Nolan ones, uh, Dark Knight was incredible. Like, incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, no, no doubt, no doubt. But I think you're onto something, and, uh, and that is it's one of those movies this is my guilty pleasure because I do have all the apps. I got the apps, okay? I can stream anything in here. We can rock Apple TV. We can do Prime Video. We can do HBO Max. We can do Netflix, Hulu, whatever you want. But I still will find myself on a Saturday night going, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go old school, and I'm just going to open up the damn guide, and I'm going to scroll. <laughs> right. I'm just going to scroll through the guide and see what hidden treasures I can find. And Terminator 2, like Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and Con Air. And, and, and movies yeah. like these. This yeah. is one of those. Those, Those are your name and all the good you. ones. It'll stop you right Minority there. Minority Report. Doing. Minority Report. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, yep. just stop. These just are stop called. And watch these the are what thing. I call FX has the movie movies. Okay, like FX movies is all a, a, or AMC 
uh, uh, TNT, they always play. And, and, and don't forget, Forrest Gump is always on, too. That one's always on. Shawshank Redemption is on. iRobot is one that's always on, too. And that, that's going to stop and get 15 minutes out of me. I'm like, all right, I know it's not the greatest 15 movie. 15 minutes, But maybe. for some that's, reason, yeah, I don't know why. We're not going to finish it. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So playing out in front of our eyes right now is something that we were discussing earlier on the show. And as it plays out, I think that's perfect. Um, and, and there you go. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals just moments ago, and, and, and see, now I started this, back me, let the audience know, I started that conversation before Joe Burrow did a shove pass in the middle of the field to a lineman that fell incomplete, and now the Bengals, with fourth and two at the two-yard line, down 13-10 to 10 late in the third quarter, an absolute invitation to tie the game on the road, decide that's not cool, that's not analytics, that's not fun. This is 2022, and we're young head coaches. And so we strut up and down the sideline, and we go for it on fourth down. Oh, do you now? Now you lose. You lose. I'll tell you right now, Bengals lose this football game, and that play right there is going to be one of the reasons why. Yeah, uh, well, the only <laughs> everything you just said is 1,000% correct except for one thing. They're playing the Ravens, who also do the same thing all the time. Now, the coach might be a little older. He might have a little less pep in his step walking down the the sidelines. But you're right in that, you know, they do that all the time. So they might shoot themselves in the foot. Because if you go back the last couple of seasons – I like that the Ravens are who they are, but they go for two. They go for four downs all the time, and it's cost them. Brother, it has cost them a few they, games they, they, over the it, last It cost them last week. Yeah, it, it yes. cost them last week against the Bills. They went for it on fourth and goal from the four in a tie football game in the fourth quarter, and the Bills were like, cool, thanks. Went down to the other end, kicked a field goal, and won the football game. Yep. So you're, you're, you're not wrong. My favorite moment of the game so far tonight, actually, they were just across, this is the Ravens now, earlier in this quarter, they were just across midfield, and, and they came up about a yard and a half short on third down. Fourth and a yard and a half, and Lamar Jackson looks at John Harbaugh, and he puts his hands out like, no, keep the punting unit off the field. Keep them over there. And you can see Harbaugh's face. His face looked like a dad where their kid just brought home a D on the report card, like he did that, he pierced the lips a little bit, and he just was like, Ugh. and you could tell he's like, okay, fine, we can extend curfew just this one night. Right, right, right. Yes, it's a, and and then they go for it. Lamar, <laughs> Lamar, Lamar ends up with a guy wide open down the right sideline, so he throws deep. Hucks it five yards over his head. Sorry, no points for you. Yeah, I saw that, and 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 he, if he could have just held one more beat, that would have been an easy touchdown. <laughs> um, but but you might have to raise that grade. You said a D. All right, I, if I'm if I'm gonna raise the curve, you gotta at least give me a C minus, like where I might extend that curfew no. a little bit. The D, the D was a little too bad. Know, like all know. right now, and it's taken from somebody who might have had a D or once or twice in his life. All right, that, that is you know that's we got to do better than that. Um, but that's just that's I, the I, thing I, though, man. I mean, you you got these teams who you know this is just the this is all the rape, and it goes back to that high school football coach who never punts on fourth downs. Who they did a special in him like a decade ago, and everybody then you know everybody started to copy this guy once they. 
they heard that Bill Belichick went down and studied after him. If you know what I'm talking about, there's this high school football coach who literally never punts. Like he's punted like three times in his whole career. Fourth, even if they're on their own 30, on 20, he will still go for it because the analytics show that if we go enough times, we'll score. Da 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 da. And I'm telling you. He's going to go down as like this folklore history like legend because to me, he's a guy that it went to then college, that it went to then pros once everybody heard Bill Belichick spend a weekend with him. Study that if you don't know what I'm talking about. I think he is uh, abs- largely responsible for this. Yep, the, the father of all of this. Uh, live from the TireRack.com studios. Okay, I mentioned it a few minutes ago. Uh, when do you hear the team that's going to host an NFL playoff game this year? We'll get to that in a second. But let's get Steve DeSager in here for one more trip around the bases, get you up to date on everything that's going on with what's trending. Hey, Steve. Hello, and you did talk about the largely dominant Dodgers over the Padres head-to-head in the regular season. In fact, one baseball writer just tweeted, the last time the Padres won a regular season series against the Dodgers was 2010. I will say this was an impressive weekend for for San Diego, uh, they beat a Mets team that won 101 games and is now out six nothing San Diego. The final to end the wild card best of three series. So we have a Dodgers Padres coming up. The Dodgers did two short years ago sweep the Padres three games to none in a division series, but that first game was close, and the second game the Dodgers won with Cody Bellinger making the catch over the center field wall. So it's not like. Uh, yeah, it was three games to nothing. It's not like the Padres didn't show up. I can't wait for this series. It starts at Dodger Stadium Tuesday night on FS1, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. And game two is Wednesday night in Los Angeles, FS1 as well. In fact, we have the start times now official for the Braves starting Tuesday, Wednesday as well. The defending champions are hosting the Phillies on Fox TV with a day game Tuesday, 1 p.m. Eastern. And then Atlanta at 4.30 Eastern on Wednesday on Fox. 6 nothing. Padres win. Joe Musgrove over Chris Bassett to the NFL Sunday night game. They're in the final minute of the third quarter at Baltimore. Ravens lead 13-10 to against Cincinnati as Justin Tucker has kicked field goals of 37 and 58 yards. Tight end Mark Andrews with an 11-yard touchdown reception from Lamar Jackson. Philadelphia is 5-0. and It won at Arizona 20-17 to on a short field goal with under two minutes left. Quarterback Jalen Hurts with two one-yard touchdown runs. Dallas won its fourth straight game four and one record now after beating the rams in la 22 to 10 the dallas offense did have just 10 first downs on 12 drives dallas scored a touchdown on an early fumble recovery and went three for three on field goals in this game san francisco won 37 15 at carolina so the panthers are one and four jeff wilson on 17 carries at 120 yards rushing and a score buffalo four and one after ripping pittsburgh 38 three the Pittsburgh Steelers are 1-4. and four. They've lost four games in a row, and Najee Harris on 11 carries had 20 yards rushing. Next Sunday, Buffalo at Kansas City. Minnesota 4-1, and one, and in fact 3-0 and oh at home after beating Chicago 29-22 on a touchdown with about two and a half minutes to go. Chargers, winners at Cleveland 30-28, and Cleveland is acquiring Pro Bowl linebacker Deion Jones from Atlanta tonight, according to NFL Network. New Orleans down Seattle, 39-32. Seattle running back Rashad Penny suffered a reported broken leg. Rookie running back Kenneth Walker of the Seahawks with eight carries, 88 yards, and a touchdown. Wins for the Jets in Tennessee, for Tampa Bay and New England. Houston won its game at Jacksonville 13-6 on a one-yard touchdown run with about three minutes to go by Damian Pierce, who had 26 carries 
carries for 99 yards. And the Giants won the London game over Green Bay 27-22 with a couple touchdown runs in the fourth quarter. The Giants are 4-1. and one. Christopher Bell won today's NASCAR race on the Charlotte road course. Back to you. Steve, great stuff as always. Thank you so much. Steve DeSager at the bottom of every hour as we do this every Sunday evening across all Fox Sports Radio platforms, along with Kelvin Washington tonight, Mark Willard. So glad that you are with us. I keep mentioning uh, this team is going to host an NFL playoff game. And the reason I'm so confident about that is when I say this team, there are actually four teams that are candidates to do this. And one of them will be that team. And no matter who it is, what I'm about to say holds. It's funny when you look up and down the league and listening to Steve moments ago, talk about the Seahawks sort of like we, we all thought, you know, Geno Smith, my gosh, they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league. They've been a ton of fun to watch. They score. They have these ridiculous score fest games. You saw one again. Against uh, your ex team, the Lions, yeah. last week. Today it was the New Orleans Saints. They came out on the losing end. But what defines the NFL so far this year is nobody's really that good, maybe outside the Bills and the Chiefs. Nobody's that good, but no one's that bad either. Everybody now has a win, only the Eagles remain undefeated the Houston Texans were the last team to get a win today and I gotta tell you Kelvin the Jaguars disappointed me I really thought and maybe they still will be they're young they're up and coming I thought they were going to be that team somebody's going to win the AFC South and host a playoff game in January and will be the underdog because if it is the Titans or the Colts at 2-2-1 two, two and one, or the Jags are now at 2-3, and three, the candidates to be there, like the teams that don't win the division but still make the playoffs, think about it. That could be the, the Miami Dolphins. It could be the Los Angeles Chargers. It could be the, the, the Ravens or the Bengals who we're watching right now. One of those teams is going to go on the road and play a playoff game at one of these teams um, it, it, it's showing itself to be the division that just does not really have any oomph at all. And no oomph at all. I, I, and the only team you would even really think that could, I mean, you, you everybody wants to buy into the Colts. I just don't. And I don't really buy into oftentimes postseason Matt Ryan. Um, but maybe just because they continue to be there the last few years, the Titans, you know what I mean? They have a formula. Again, going back to what I was talking about in the first hour for those who were still listening, you know, who were listening earlier, you know, um, they they run the ball. They try not to hurt themselves too much. And if, the, and if the quarterback can manage the game, you look up, they're like, how are they in it? And that was the case today as well. They're in the game, you know, and they, you're going to have to beat them. So outside of the Titans, even if you got to the postseason, to your point, you'd expect all to lose, and maybe even including the Titans. I'm just mentioning them as the only team that you could maybe see. You know, at the end of the season, if it was the Bengals who keep kind of playing – you know, uh, 500 or above, slightly above 500-ish football, you'd say, all right, maybe the, maybe the Titans can beat them. But you're right, man. That division is going to end up having – they might mess around. It's kind of like the NFC East, Not was it last year, a couple years ago, where you're like, I guess, you get yep. a, I guess you're a playoff team by technicality, but, boy, you ain't a playoff team. You know what I mean? And, and that no. might be the case again this year. I mean, it's wild. And in fact, we don't remember this, um, I think largely at least, with Marshawn Lynch. He, he gained a nickname uh, once upon a time called Beast Mode. 
And that actually came from a home playoff game where they hosted and won with a losing record. Yeah, uh, the, the Seahawks were seven and nine. Had the New Orleans Saints come to town, and and Lynch went absolutely crazy. Had that unbelievable highlight run. They won the football game and went on. So I'm not even here to say that, that none of these teams could win a playoff game, but the quarterbacks that that division throws at you. Um, you know, you just mentioned Matt Ryan. I think um, that Trevor Lawrence is going to be good, but he's still learning. Davis Mills is just kind of there. You could you just know, say he's nice just Davis quarterback. Mills. Yeah, he's just Davis Mills, right? Like he wasn't supposed to be that thing. And then Ryan Tannehill, but with no A.J. Brown and sort of taking the weapons away from uh, from him, it's just like, I, I don't know. Like the NFL always thrives on parity. This year, it, it feels like a... Uh, like it's been turned up to yet another level. By the way, you just mentioned him, Beast Mode. Uh, since I'm only here because I don't want to get fined, um, <laughs> is he a Hall of Famer? <laughs> Ooh, you're asking the wrong guy is the first answer because I'm always like, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't scream at people over who should be and who shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you're right. We've like, had this conversation a, it, before. Yeah, right. It's a museum. Like, let him in. I don't care. I it, like, sure. Yes, Marshawn Lynch can be in the Hall of Fame. I'm good with it. All right. All right. I was just curious. I mean, I'll, I'll hold that. Com- <laughs> you know what I'll do, Mark? I'll hold that conversation for Steve Hartman. You know what I? You know Kelvin, and he'll he'll break oh it down for me. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. there's there's your three hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. That'll that'll be the end of that show. You know, have I a was, good time uh, with it. You know, he's from the Bay Area. You know, I was up in Oakland, and I. Uh, <laughs> exactly. All right. You know, don't do my man like night. that. Oh, no. <laughs> No, he knows. I do it to him every time I talk to him. Um, Coming up next, there is one NFL game left on the slate. It is the Raiders, and it is the Chiefs. And I'll tell you why. Every Raider fan treats Derek Carr like he is his or her mom. I will explain coming up next with Kelvin Washington. It's Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. Draymond. You too. All right, been fun with Kelvin Washington, Mark Willard, live from the TireRack.com studios. Good looking out, man. Always fun. Always fun. Oh, shopping man, a blast. And I wish, I wish we, were, you know, you were able to sit right, right here because we've been having yeah, some yeah, yeah. deep conversations, brother. I mean, we have been curing the world's ills in between these, in between these breaks, man. So yeah, I wish you were here, but I, but and, and because we've been getting straight to business, man. Just family, good. Everybody's good, man. I haven't really had a chance to check in with you. You know, everybody, everything, life's all right. We rolling, man. Life, uh, life is good. Work is uh, work is is uh, plentiful. Let's uh, let's put it that way. Uh, the dog has made it through this show without uh, without barking or chewing up any of the wiring. Life is good. Man. Shout out to the it dog. Is, we did is. no, we did get one bark yeah. in the beginning. And I was, but it was more like a it was yeah. it was a cool bark because it was like it was I interpreted it as what up, Dub? Like the dog was talking to me, yeah. like what's up, Dub? That's and right. I was like, yo, woof woof back. Yeah. So I was all right with that. No you doubt. know what I mean? But now I almost I, we almost named the dog Dub. You know, we got the last name Willard. You got the last name Washington. Uh, I think it would be fun to just be like, "Hey, Dub," you yeah. know, like get over here. So we almost did that, but then then we didn't do that. I'm just glad you didn't because if I was ever spending yeah. time with you, like especially when you're living out here in L.A. and you said, "Hey, Dub," I'd have been turning around hey, too much, and I don't want to be turning around exactly. with a dog. That was just you know. Then again, exactly. then again, I do all run around all talking about what up, dog. So it, it, either way, right. I would get that. But no, it's great. It's always great to do a show with you, man. I uh, always have some fun, and like the best part about it is 
too, is, you know, now, dude, between now and the next few weeks, we get the NBA will start. You got postseason baseball. Football will really start getting in the thick of things. Like, it, it, it's a great it's a great time to be a sports fan the next, you know, next month or so. October is one hell of a month, man, in uh, in the sports world. No doubt about it. Uh, speaking of family, uh, I need to explain my statement that every Raider fan out there treats Derek Carr like his or her mom. And, and here's what I mean. This is a kind of game tomorrow night Derek Carr could really use. This was supposed to be that quarterback division, offensive firepower everywhere you look. And, uh, and and it has not been that. The Chiefs, for the most part, have held up their end of the bargain. The Chargers, for the most part, have held up their end of the bargain. The Broncos have absolutely 1 million percent not held up their end of the bargain. And the Raiders are staring at 1-4 and four if tomorrow doesn't go well. So it's the type of game you could really, really use. It's just fascinating to me. I don't know if you've shared this dynamic uh, because I don't feel like other fan bases do this. If you talk to a Raider fan and the words Derek Carr come out of your mouth, you better be nice. You mm. better be nice. They get very, very offended. However, if he goes 1-4 and four tomorrow night, they'll be the first one to line up and go, our quarterback stinks. We can't hang with Mahomes and Herbert for a decade. So in other words, you can't talk about my Derek Carr. I can talk about my Derek Carr, which essentially makes him your mom. Uh, that, <laughs> right. Like I've, it's, I, I've absolutely noticed this dynamic with Raider fans. I, if, if Derek Carr's name comes out of my mouth on a show, Every single platform we have, my DMs go crazy. They don't, they don't just text your show. They'll go find your DMs, and they'll threaten you. Oh, you don't talk about Derek Carr. And I'll be like, well, wait, but, but I see this and that. And they're like, well, yeah, he stinks, but don't you dare. Don't you dare talk about my Derek Carr. It's the craziest dynamic. So just forewarning you, brother, be careful if Derek Carr doesn't win tomorrow night. You might want to just keep it to yourself. You know what that reminds me of as, again, a former Lions fan who checks in on his girlfriend every now and again as a Lions fan. Uh, that <laughs> reminds me of Matthew Stafford. You know, where it was like, yeah, he would, oh man, you're like, oh, like drives me crazy. Why didn't he see this? Quit trying to show us how cute your arm is and just make that pass. Or man, did the man, can he, you know, he runs hard as heck just to scramble for two yards. Can he pick up, you go through all that. Then he wins you some games. But it was like, man, if somebody ever said something bad about Matthew Stafford, you're like, oh, 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 you know, like, oh, settle down now. <laughs> That's my boy, Matty, Matt, you know, Matty Stat. Don't know. Hold on now. Slow down. So I, I live that. Uh, and, and it's similar. You could argue that Matt Stafford and, and, and Derek Carr have had similar careers up in, you know, through like the first whatever years of their career. Obviously, Matt now going to the Rams gets the, the Super Bowl. But where you see the talent, you, you see some success, win some games, you have some scratches, uh, head scratchers where you're like, how did we lose that one? So I could see there's some similarity there about talent-wise. Like, about the same talent guys, too. Numbers are there. Every once in a while, you'll stumble your way into the playoffs, but then probably not win your first game. They're the same yeah. guy almost. That's, a, that's exactly it. So you're saying that if Derek Carr were to suddenly get it, team next year that team will win the Super Bowl that's what you're telling me if that team is loaded yeah like the Rams were with defensive players all over the place a good scheme with a nice young coach yeah there'd be a chance yes if he could Derek Carr could win you a Super Bowl yes if he's on that type of team yes 
I actually agree with that. I agree with that, which means that Raider fans will not end up in our DMs tonight. <laughs> so that that is a comforting feeling. Um, all right, man, until we do it again. Let's do it, brother. There it is. For, Blessings yeah, absolutely. to you. For Kelvin Washington, I'm Mark Willard on Fox Sports I'll Radio. Look. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st. 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.